Okay, let's start the show. It's October 18th, 2012. Welcome to This Is Only a Test, the official podcast of Tested.com. Smith, Norm, how does it feel to be replaced by a robot? Uh, it's fine. It's less work for me, and I don't have to go rush through the intro. That's true. Now I can just hey, I can do that anytime I want, and mm-hmm. you can't you can't stop me. There's nothing yeah, you can do. Absolutely. Uh, Gary Witta, how are you doing today, sir? Never replaced me with a robot. No, no. Well, we thought about trying to make a Gary Witta soundboard, but it just had one button and it cursed. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. So not um, a lot of not a lot of variety. <laughs> no, it's just, it's just some sort of mindless commentary all the time. Before we talk about anything else, I want to remind everybody: Octobercast is a week away. How did that happen? Yeah, it, it really is, crept up on us this year. October twenty sixth, six p.m. Pacific, nine p.m. Eastern, one a.m. on the twenty seventh GMT. Uh, you, you, with that information, you should be able to figure out what time it comes on in your area. We are just, going just to go look at your calendar and yeah. look to the day that Windows 8 is coming out that you have marked already. Yeah, unless you're in and Europe that or is Points West. Octobercast Day. Yeah. It's funny how we've always tied them in with these big launches. Last year was the iPhone 4S, and this year's Windows 8. Are we going to have, we'll, we'll maybe, have some Windows 8 presence, I, maybe? I, hopefully. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe have, maybe we, have a surface. And we'll have some guests that certainly will be able to talk knowledgeably about it. I would hope so. <laughs> More knowledgeably than any of us. Yeah, certainly. why would we want to talk about that stuff? Um, so yeah, next Friday, uh, we start at 6 p.m. Pacific time, so you can watch us. You don't have to quit work or leave your job early or anything like that if you have a normal 9-to-5 work but week. you can if you want. I, you if can. you don't have a 9-to-5 work week. We don't discourage that. Yeah, Some you, people last year watched all 24 hours. Some yeah. people didn't have that much time. They watched it after the fact because it's still fun to watch when it's all recorded. But if yeah, you but only, it's better live. Yeah, it's better live. If you only have like two or three hours to watch, we recommend watching the opening section. Watch all of it. The midnight watch overnight two, three, section. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, you can't cherry pick. You got to watch yeah. the whole thing. Some people just want to see the the bitter end. This isn't like picking your favorite child or or you know who do you love more? Jeff Our, or Ryan. Hour eighteen is the best of Octobercast. You think that's when we're no, that's when we're peak it's energy? Ab- absolutely and, the worst. Hour you know, well, that's the great thing about Octobercast. You never know when the highlights are going to come. They come. They can come from nowhere. Yeah. Although they're usually when Jeff Green is here. Frequently, Jeff Green says he has, he's been workshopping some more elevator material. So, um, mm. you know, we're, we're looking forward to that. Uh, we got giant bomb guys are coming. Are we still going to get Jeff Green to do the, the wall dance? What the floor dance? dance? You know, the Homer, whoa, 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 where he got the curly from the three stooges? Oh, did he say he was going to do he that? He says he was going to do it. Yeah. I don't know if we have the right kind of floor. We can, we, we'll we will make that happen. Yeah. We will provide yeah. the necessary, uh, circumstances for that. Um, so yeah, that's next Friday. Save the date. Quit your job. Put your kids in a cage. Do what you need to do to be here and watching. Everything this. is ramping up and it's supporting a good charity. Too. Child's Play. Child's yeah. Play. The, the, uh, the Penny Arcade Games for Kids charity. In fact, they want to provide comfort to children. If they had Child's Play when I was a kid in hospital, can you, like, I, I would have loved that. Oh, here's You'd be a, a much less bitter used hey, up person. You've got to have surgery tomorrow, but guess what? Here's a 3DS. I'd be like, this. do they get to keep it after they get out of well, the Yeah, because they can't give the used toys to other kids that right. have immune oh, problems. Right. right. That's so nice. Right. Well, and it's not just that. It's, I mean, 
when you're in the Gary, you were in the hospital as a kid. You know, it's, <laughs> it is a awful, boring. You don't know what's going on. You're getting poked and prodded all the time. It's never fun, but it's you know, it's even good. worse when you're a kid. Yeah, and kids it's get, scary. They're impatient. You can't wait. So having right. books and games and things to do when you're in hospital, it's it's a very very worthwhile yes, an original right. charity. Yeah. I want I want to do child's play, but only have complicated German board games to give to children. That's have them learn some good cognitive skills. Kind of mean, Norm. Hey, we have a new wall. Oh. Oh yeah, so Norm, Norm and Joey and I painted this weekend. You did a Thanks good job. For noticing it, I like Gary. I like the color. Well, we, it's a it's a it's named after famous NBC journalist Stone Stone Phillips. No, Stone Brown. I guess it isn't named after famous NBC journalist Stone. There is no famous NBC. You, journalist maybe you're mixing Stone up Stone Phillips Brown. and Murphy Brown. Oh, Murphy Brown, that was a good show. I used to like Murphy Brown. Yeah, yeah, she was sassy. Uh, the color is Stone Brown. She really wasn't that – well, I guess she was a little – sassy is probably not the way I would describe Murphy Brown, but whatever. She had friends. Okay. She made a lot of friends. She, um, had, some, she had sassy friends. <laughs> Faith, Stone Faith Ford was really the sassy one on that show, don't you think? Yes, Faith Ford was sassy. Corky. No, we're, really, we're really aging ourselves. If you yeah, remember Murphy, Murphy Brown, you're, you're an old <laughs> Who was the, was the She bald was a dime guy? lady. Who was the bald guy that played um, – it's basically the, car- the producer on 30 Rock, the showrunner on 30 Rock. Is the bald guy? Yeah, he from was the Hornberg of his Hornberg of his yeah. age. I know yeah. he's just getting mixed up with Kurtwood Smith. Yeah, he does look like Kurtwood Smith. Clarence Boddicker. Well, and Red from that '70s show. That's right. Hmm. Yeah, but yeah. Put, put my foot so far up your ass. Red from that '70s show, who was also on the Voyager ep- uh, series, where they go through. Yeah, he was hell. the admiral or something, right? Yeah, he had the. Or no, he the was the bad wife. guy. He, he was, was the dead. Yeah, wife. yeah, the time yeah. travel. Anyway, Stone Brown. Stone Brown is the color. It's an Eddie Bauer color. It looks good. I think. I think it looks like Triceratops crap. From Jurassic Park. I watched Jurassic Park. Well, this I weekend. can see the other wall over here, the original color, and this is clearly oh much better. This is a yeah, superior. You guys color. can't see the other wall. This is very soothing. This is a very a relaxing tone. color. Yeah, well, it, it makes our office look like an Eddie Bauer. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it's, it's well, it's fall. We're going to change the color every season, so we have a, an appropriate theme. Very, it is. Would it you is like very, to buy some khakis? It is very on t- autumnal. I have some cargo autumnal. shorts here. I feel like curling up with a nice pumpkin spice coffee right now. Well, we're going to light the <laughs> light the fire on Ooh, the other side of the room and. I'm not going to take the bait on that. I pumpkin that spice coffee. Point. Pumpkin yeah. and everything. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Let's, uh, should we talk about technology? I, like, I really like autumn. I think it might be my favorite it season. Is, it is the best season. I like the rebirth of spring. I like leaves falling. The colors are perfect in autumn. We don't have it's like it's here. like the golden hour, but the golden season. The thing I like about autumn is it because to me it kind of heralds what to me is like my favorite part Memories? of the year well halloween is great and a lot of fun and then it rolls into thanksgiving which is also great and then into christmas all the best stuff is backloaded into the last three months of the year and they all roll into one another i just kind of feel like as soon as i see and i mean truthfully nowadays you start to see it in august as soon as i start to see like the reese's pumpkins and the first halloween candy showing up at the store it's like yeah it's on it's all the fun there, stuff there really is, is uh, an ineffable feeling from childhood that you Feel. Everyone has a different feeling, but going yeah. to malls and being. But with I like it when it gets cold and you get to, cut for you get to put on a nice straight. warm coat and have you know, like you know have yeah. the kind of the seasonal yeah. coffees and stuff. It's just good. I like this time of year. See, even like though in, even though in San Francisco you don't really get the seasons. It's, it's just kind of, eighty-two degrees outside. Today. Yeah, yeah. See, I like that about fall. Yeah. When fall is better than summer, summer, I'm pro that. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of big things happened this week. Uh, uh, Felix Bumgardner. Leapt from a balloon gondola, 128,000 feet, I think, mm-hmm. above the surface of the Earth in the stratosphere. Yeah, and uh, skydove down from there. So this was done on Sunday morning after a delayed jump last Tuesday. Uh, he didn't jump last Tuesday. Sunday weather was perfect. Uh, they got the balloon up, which they, is the hard part, apparently. Very difficult inflating the balloon. Perfect conditions. Perfect launch. And 
it took like two hours, two and a half hours to ascend to 128,000 feet. So everything is calculated down to the, the like how much helium they put in the balloon determines how high the balloon is. What was this guy's and, um, What was this guy's prior history? He was a daredevil. He was so he had done lots of things like he, this before. He, he jumped off the Empire State Building, jumped off right. bridges, parachute. Right. He, he'd done the whole, you know, squirrel suit with carbon fiber squirrel suit stuff. Right. And, but now he's retired. This is he, the last thing he's ever going to do. He's been part well, of yeah, the I mean, Red Bull hard to top this skydiving team for like Red, since yeah. he was 18. I tell you, the Red Bull basically. marketing people have, uh, have really done a good job over the years of kind of tying themselves into like the flu tag and all the crazy well, we talked about stuff. That. Yeah, we talked about the flu tag. We actually didn't mention the F1 racing that they mm-hmm. sponsor. I didn't know that. They spend hundreds of millions on, on F1 $285 million. Yeah, they have a, Red Bull's a lot of money. I mean, they're so extreme. Their CEO in Thailand, like he ran over a, a, a cop in his sports car and like dragged him for 500 yards and it was a big... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wow. Do you know what happened? About that? Yeah, is, is this like a Pinkberry moment where now I can't drink Red Bull because their CEO... No, I think yeah, and, and, and yeah, what happened was he hit a cop with his uh, sports car driving around uh, uh, Taipei or somewhere. Because Red Bull's all owned by like this kind of super rich yeah. Thai family. I did not know that. Or it's, 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 it's either Thailand or ta- Taiwan. No, I can't Thailand. remember which one. Is that um, what informs he, the like, He dragged a motorcycle yes. cop for like 500 yards. And then there was like a big thing because they're so powerful that the police tried to cover it up for a while. And then the chief of police came in and fired everyone and said, we're going to get to the bottom. It was a big, big deal. And yeah. it, did, it did kind of put me off Red Bull a little bit, but obviously not too much. <laughs> yeah. It's good that you're sticking with your convictions, Gary. So... Uh, I'm so, I'm so glad that got the Pinkberry guy yes, got, got pushed because so, I tell you that would have been a tough boycott. Mm. That new every cho- time you go through Terminal Two, well now downtown that new chocolate mm-hmm. hazelnut flavor they have in now yeah. is wonderful. Yeah. I just sample it and then get my normal. So I got it flavor. with the with the straws. Yeah, the waffles and straws. the almonds, the, yeah. the toasted almonds. Oh yeah, the, the wafer it's real slice? good. Yeah. No, no, I don't do the wafer. I get no, a crumble the, the wafer. Straws. Oh, you crumble the yeah. wafer. That, the that, straws. That, that new flavor, that might, the chocolate hazelnut might be my new favorite flavor. My all-time favorite is still the crepe bits, peanut butter, and brownie bites. But they don't do the, the, the crepes anymore. Right. I put the, t- I put the I chocolate pretzels on. I don't think there's a dude in the back making crepes and, and then harnessing them. You don't like crepes? I like the chocolate crepes? crunchy sludge that they put on. Crepes. And now they've also brought in Nutella. Yeah. And yes. If you ask them to put Nutella on, man, they really put it on. Yeah, that's not a good thing. Yeah. But if yeah. you like chocolate hazelnut type things, that's really the ultimate scenario. So this past Sunday, Red Bull, Stratos, Red Bull, yeah. Stratos, publicity story. five years in the making. Well, also, I mean, yeah, most it 98%, is ninety nine percent, yeah, publicity stunt, two percent research for uh, the limits of human endurance in the stratosphere. No, the, the research was can we break the speed of sound? Yeah, what that affects, what that means for you know suits and, and the body. The, but, yeah, but here's the there's thing: there's a lot of and, and also realistically one percent awesome footage for a documentary. Okay, so so. But there's the, the, hey, we could use this to get astronauts out of the space station and all that is complete horse shit. Because there's, oh, it's not for space. It's for ejecting out of a space shuttle in case there's an emergency. The there's very, no very ejecting radar. out of a space shuttle that, at that period of time because you're going way too fast. Um, the, the example, the only people that eject at that kind of altitude are like X-15 pilots. And we haven't flown X-15 I'm, I'm sure they years. were able to derive some useful data from it. And, yeah. you know, it was cool. Space elevators. It was another m- thing that hadn't been done before. It's great. Marginally... Um, but it was a marginal increase over the Kittinger jump, which happened in the 60s and was used would, to test parachutes. I would have been – For like X-15 I would and SR-71 have, and stuff like that. I think I would have been more impressed if they had kind of combined the fluke tug element and had him jump <laughs> with, in one of those comedy airplanes. That now just, that, that just crashes behind. immediately. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. at this point. He didn't break out like a can of Red Bull at the end and chug it. Nor did he say extreme as he was jumping off of the so thing. He, yeah. Two and a half hour, hour chuck it off to ascent the and he was rising at about 1,000 feet a minute. 
which it went up to like 2,000 feet a minute at the very end, yeah. slowed down. They calculated how much helium. That, that balloon expands as it goes up in the, in, in the atmosphere. So yeah, so it's really, really full. So that's the way weather balloons work. The, when, you, when you launch them, they all look like they're kind of saggy and empty, yes. like old man scrotum. And then they get plump. And then as they get higher, the pressure goes down, they, the volume increases, and they get bigger and bigger until they're all full. Right. Yes. Uh, and it wasn't really a jump as so much as you just stepped off just the Just a free fall, really. Yeah, he just kind yeah. of – it was almost anticlimactic. Well, I mean, it was, it was, it, once the, the door opened, the hatch opened when the pressure was right, then it was awesome. He did his checklist, make sure the parachute worked, stood on the edge, and, jumped, and just walked off. So, so the interesting thing about that jump is it was – there's a fair amount of knack to that. Like they, you have to do that right or else you could die. Could they have aborted it? Like, could they have brought yeah. the could they have brought the balloon down it's, slowly? It's a yes. hard crash on the parachute. There's a there's a, the balloon. There's a parachute uh, the on the capsule. capsule has a parachute, and they could have uh, aborted any time and just the, you know. But it's a hard release landing. air because you can release air from the balloon, and they recovered the capsule. The balloon yeah. itself uh, is useless once it's out of the, the crate. Right, that's it. You right. have to use it, and, and that's it. It will go in some type of museum. I'm just but, saying, if he discovered there was something wrong with the suit or whatever, yes. and, they, oh, yeah. and they had to and bring it down in a more controlled way, they there was something that. wrong with the suit. the The heating element to uh, the heated the visor right. uh, wasn't working during test. Apparently, it worked when he jumped. Mm-hmm. Um, so he fell down four minutes twenty seconds, uh, which did not break the. Hold on, but we we, we got to talk about the jump because the jump the 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 scary part is the first minute or so because at the altitude that they're at. There's a handful of atoms or molecules of, of the gases that make up the atmosphere per cubic foot, right? So it's really, really thin atmosphere, virtually no atmosphere. And so there's no wind resistance when he does that initially. So you cannot control. So he can't, he can't do the thing that skydivers do where they put their hands out slow themselves down and, a bit. and yeah. to yeah. kind of steer himself or stabilize. And it is nothing like Star Trek. You're not like, he's not aiming down head first. No. No, he's, his arms out. He's flailing. Flailing, tumbling. Yeah. He's spinning. So, so the ch- the danger is if you start tumbling, there's no way to stop, and you're just going to continue tumbling, and and then you know until you're spinning so fast that like you die basically. Right. So he was tumbling and reached speeds of 833 miles per hour, right? Which is well over the speed of sound. Well at over the, 690 at, the at that, of air that, they at were that at. yeah at that uh, altitude, 690 uh, miles per hour was speed of sound, and he said he didn't even feel when he broke the sound barrier, like the when he broke mock. Like, I'm sure he didn't. He was. He, if you saw the pictures, yeah. the mission control people were were obviously concerned because you could. See, they zoomed in. They could see him, and all you could see was him tumbling. Did they have a system in spoiling. place with a parachute to deploy if he uh, yes. blacked out or lost control or something? Yeah, but if you're tumbling, one of the things that happened to Kittinger, the guy who was the Capcom on this on the Red Bull thing, but was the previous record record holder for for jumps and who jumped in the 60s to test parachutes for X15 and SR71 and yeah, stuff, stuff like that. Um, one of his jumps, he started tumbling, and when the when the automatic thing deployed, it wrapped around his neck, right. and he lost consciousness and didn't wake up until he was three thousand feet above the ground or something, and deployed his chute at literally a thousand feet right. from the surface. So he he almost had a real bad, uh, real bad day, yeah. real bad time. So tumbling, then he reaches more denser atmosphere, uh, so he can control, and then he, you could see in the infrared footage, he just goes from tumble to. A great uh, there's a name for the pose, but arms spread out where you really maximize your surface area to, to reduce ascent. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then he broke the you know three records for highest balloon fl- man balloon flight, highest jump, and fastest speed. Mm-hmm. Um, four four minutes twenty seconds. Deployed his parachute, and at that point he could control where he was going to land and land on his feet. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. Yeah, I mean, just to be clear, totally a publicity stunt. Still super cool. Eight million people watched it on YouTube. So yeah, it was. I mean, live, it was yeah. just interesting and good all around. 
And, I mean, we didn't see all the footage yet because there's footage. They were covered the capsules. They released helium from the balloon. Then they released the capsule. Then the deployed parachute, I think 50 miles away, they recovered a capsule. Yeah. And there are several 4K red cameras on that from which they'll pull footage. And I think in a month, we'll see a BBC documentary uh, with that high-def footage, with the, the 4K right. footage. Honestly, the only thing that bummed me out about the whole thing was that the person doing the commentary on the stream wasn't very good. Like it was the better, 65th better anniversary of Chuck Yeager's X1 yeah. Bell X1 flight when he broke the speed of yes. sound the first time. Like, why did they not talk about? There, there were two hours to kill where basically he just kept repeating all the the same. I mean, I was tell you, the boring. way to watch these events increasingly is just like the raw footage online. Like, I I, I didn't see it because I was on a plane at the time, but I heard subsequently that a lot of people were like they were watching like the CNN version of the yeah. coverage. Yeah, no, like Wolf terrible. Blitzer is just talking just utter shit all over it, and it's just pointless. Like, yeah. you don't want to watch that stuff. No, so um, well, I mean, and then political, it's political de- debate season in the U.S., so you know we're getting the same thing on on all fronts. On all, we've got sportscasters doing a bad job, we've got political commentators doing a bad job, we got the Red Bull Stratos guy doing kind of a shit job, and and you know then it's just people like us on the internet complaining about them. So here Pretty we much. are. Yeah, Neil deGrasse Tyson made a good point on Twitter saying that you know as as cool as this achievement is, if you take a a uh, schoolroom uh, globe and put you know a penny a, a millimeter above the globe and drop it that's how far he dropped right for atmosphere it was really nothing but it, it, free fall well and so one of the other things that was a little bit disconcerting was that the camera that they used and they didn't mention it in the stream but it wasn't immediately obvious the cameras that they were using were really wide angle lenses oh so you don't see so the curvature you, of, he couldn't really no. see the curvature of you the could, earth from where it was maybe a little barely, bit yeah um, but it, oh, looked so it made super, it look like there was more yeah, curve yeah, than it really was. Yeah. Okay, well, that's a good trick. Um, one thing I don't think I, I don't think that was intentionally made to mislead. Mislead. I think it was just so that you could see more of what was right, going on. Right. The, I mean, the thing I have to say is to anybody who said, "Hey, I could totally do that." I think most people could probably ride the capsule up and open the door and maybe dangle their feet out. But when it came time to stand on the thing that's a, a foot wide and – Side of and, a skateboard? Yeah, six inches wide, a, f- a foot long and six inches wide. I don't think normal people could do that. Yeah, and I don't know if they would also be able to control the jump in a way that is necessary yeah. to land safely. And I don't think I mean, that they could survive just, the spin. It's not just falling. I mean there is some – you know, right. some skill involved. It's not like there's a monkey could do that. Yeah, there's a, re- there's a reason why they don't let you just jump out of a plane with a parachute until you've been right. taught how to land. Yes, absolutely. Exactly. Um, yeah. Speaking oh, of parachute, oh, yeah. I want to talk about the uh, the camera equipment was super impressive on the ground. So uh, there's a company that does aerospace cinematography. That uh, so like Top Gun cinematography, okay. aerospace. So they specialize in shooting video. Of like space shuttle launches, and they have a rig and, and planes too. And I planes, assume, right? yeah, a rig that basically looks like a like a, a SAM site, like surface air missile deployment, okay. but it's all cameras, and they have those incredible telescopic. So they lenses. use radar and and big cameras. They use t- giant telescopic lenses, and that's how we could see that balloon. But so how clearly. do they track that? Because I mean, they, if they, they were zoomed in so far, they they have a combination. I'm talking to the guy who runs the company. Okay, he, cool. He will uh, let us know. So there'll be a story soon. I hope. Yep. Awesome. Um, it, well, and the cameras that he had strapped on to him, he had one that was aimed up, one that was aimed down, one on his chest, one on his head. The the view of the platform where he stood up off of the capsule and then just kind of fell away was the amazing one to me. I, I mean, I don't know if you guys saw that, but literally it's like the whole world is laid out below you. There's this little tiny guy and he dropped away so fast. Yeah, it was great. It's amazing. Um, speaking of parachutes, wait, no, that's a terrible segue. Uh, Microsoft announced date and price for the Surface. We, I mean, we kind of assumed the Surface RT. So this is the ARM-based uh, Surface tablets, Microsoft's 
own branded version of the Windows 8 ARM tablet. Uh, we assumed it was going to be out by the Windows 8 launch date, which is next October, the October 26th. Next, next Friday. October cast day. Mm-hmm. Um, and they confirmed and they announced pricing as well. So uh, the RT model, the 32 gigabyte. Uh, start at 32 gigs. Starts at 32 gigs is 500 bucks, same price as the iPad, the mm-hmm. new iPad 16 gig. Mm-hmm. Uh, for an extra 100 bucks, you can get the black touch cover, which is the, you know, the, the kind of smart cover with the touch based. And I imagine most people are going to get that because that's one that's of the, the key features. I've got to think so, yeah. yeah. Um, I think it'd be, I think where I don't necessarily think you should buy a keyboard with the iPad, I don't think it's necessary. I think with this, you're going to want to probably yeah. have a keyboard. I think that's probably right. Well, it comes with, uh, Office. Uh yeah yeah right exactly because I mean you're not going to really write papers and stuff with a with a touch touch keyboard I don't as think. much as they've said the touch keyboard is better in Windows eight or well, well and the t- I mean just to be clear I think that the Microsoft Touch keyboard in Windows Phone seven was was the best of the best of the bunch. I mean look, the still fact, is the fact that they're shipping it with Office and the keyboard um you know keyboard's optional but it's a big part of it it seems like even though it's an even though it's an ARM machine. That they are trying to position this thing as more of a productivity machine than just a you know consumption device, a computer, yeah. not a tablet. Yeah, it's, it's a high, it's not a, it's still not a full computer, but it's more of a hybrid computer than just a tablet. It seems yes. like that's where they're going with this. More yes. than a big iPod Touch. So yeah. the pricing comes a little late, one week away, a little more than a week away from launch. Uh, when they announced this product several months ago, and a lot of people wanted them to announce the pricing, they probably hadn't locked that down. Probably didn't know what the pricing was going to be, and how, and maybe they had estimated how much it was going to cost. I think one hundred twenty dollars for that cover is really expensive. No, it's a hundred dollars for the cover. It's if you want the bunny for the fancy. Yeah, it's, a, uh, it's oh, it, 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 the bundle is black only. Okay, if and you it's want, hundred dollars. If you want to choose your own color right. for the cover, it's one hundred twenty bucks. And this is the less functional version of the keyboard, right? There is a more tactile the, version. There is a thicker uh, the type the, cover type yes. cover, which is one hundred thirty dollars. Right. right, that's what I'm saying. I think but, that's the one I'm going to want. Yeah, you're going to want if you're going to be typing, you're going to want one. We're going to get some, both just so we some can responsive test them out. feedback. The touch cover, uh, the one that's 120 dollars separately, does have pressure sensitivity to demonstrate that, and it is super thin. Uh, some things I didn't notice, I, I didn't realize until they did the the uh, the Reddit uh, AMA, um, was that there's no magnet on the touch cover to stick the cover onto the tablet. So it doesn't how does it stay closed? Well, it does. It doesn't stay closed. Oh, there's a magnet flaps? to. There's a magnet that attaches it to the side. To an edge. The edge, but only on one edge. And so unlike the, the iPad smart cover, it does not stay So it just flaps. It just flaps. No, I don't That's like weird. that. Yeah. Well, it doesn't also fold up in a triangle because there's a built-in stand. But right we, we had said all along, I, I think mo- most people, certainly myself included, had said that when people were asking how much is it going to cost, they said it's going to be aimed at the iPad. It's probably going to be the same price structure as the iPad. Do you think they need to be more aggressive? That, in fact, turned out to be the case. Do you think they should have been more aggressive with the pricing? I think if they're more aggressive with the pricing, then they're going to undercut all the other people making Windows 8 tablets, and that is really bad for the I ecosystem. think they should have had a launch price to get people excited. should have had maybe a promotional price, like they're doing with a promotional Windows 8 upgrade online. That being thirty bucks, I think if they could have found a way to come in under the entry level iPad, that would have been a big with the cover. selling well, but, point. Yeah, but the point I think the point that they would say is that they're giving you for the same price as the as the as the entry level iPad, you're getting a, a double the storage. That's a, but that's not something you can walk out of the store and feel in your hand. Yeah, but that's a spec. It's not. You know, we talked before that it's it's less about specs and more about well, what can I really do with this thing and the. There's a massive list of reasons why you might – if you're in the market for a tablet, an iPad might be the way to go. The app ecosystem being the number one. Um, until Microsoft can, can fill out that list, 
they need to come up with really obvious reasons why you might want to pick this one, and price is one of them. And right now, all they have is parity with the iPad. Have you they seen the? Uh, that's true. Have you seen the the ads for the Surface? Which I, don't I, have, I haven't yet. No. I haven't yet either. I'm curious about how they're going to sell this. Like, having not seen the ads, these are the things I would want. And, Mike, and Microsoft one, marketing has always been very like you don't know yeah, what you're going to get. Exactly. So I'll be interested to see how they're going to sell this. Yeah, thing. I want them to sell Office that you're going to actually type cover, uh, touch cover. Because nothing is more sexy than Office. Well, a lot of people again they buy iPads, yeah, or they're trying iPads, and they realize that they have to pay you know fifty bucks, hundred bucks for a Bluetooth keyboard, and that they don't have Pages isn't going to be as good for them or familiar to them as what they're used to. You know, Google Docs does not work particularly well on the iPad. So sell Office. And sell that you can use it as like a notebook with that pop up. Uh, the stand. This is your new computer. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, and I think that's where they're going to go. Like, this is not just a, a, a thing that you sit on the couch and read the New York Times. This is a thing you can really use. Yeah, and uh, you know to do your work and at 500 play. bucks. Then that's well, compelling. I mean, but the idea is that it is a thing you can sit on the couch and use your New York Times. But then it's also the yeah, same you, thing that right. you can use. I'm for saying work. it's not just that. Right. You can they'll, 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 the marketing will be be about showing the versatility of it and right. take it to work. Travel with it for business, play you know play video games and and watch Netflix on it. You can do everything. Unlike the iPad, you can do everything equally well. What was the thing that Microsoft always used to do with new versions of Windows? They used to have um, they had a real weird word to describe the ways people use computers, like like key usage tasks. It was like I want to say it was scenarios, but I don't think that was it. I don't know. That sounds boring though. Um, <laughs> but but they used to have they would have names for the people. Like the different people that were the different epitomes of the use cases, so you'd end up having these weird conversations with people about John, who was the gamer, and it was it was bizarre. Yeah, um, um, pricing uh, models. Thirty two gigs, yes, five hundred bucks, yes, sixty four gigs, seven hundred bucks, only with the only cover. with the touch cover, right? So you pay two hundred bucks more than the so base. So there's a stripped down cover. entry level version, and yep. everything else is like the more fully featured with the cover. And a lot of people are asking, okay, why did they launch cheaper with sixteen gigs? Uh, because uh, as I answer in the, the Red AMA, even with the 32 gigs, because of the OS uh, requ- right, you're requirements, not much left. you're only going to have about 20 gigs of usage after you put a bunch of the essential apps. Yeah. 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 Wow, really? 20 gigs. So this is a 12 gig OS? Well, it's several gig OS plus you know Office and plus all the other apps. Like, so uh, this is a this is a question I should probably know the answer to. But on iOS devices, does it does it list the OS? Like, does the OS come out of the storage? Yeah, of course. Of yeah, it does. Yeah. When you open up your yeah. iPhone and it's 32 gigs, you actually have about like 27 gigs or yeah. something. But is that the the gig, the megabyte, mi- no, megabyte no, 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 com- no. conversion, or is that the amount of space used it by the OS? Actual, okay. Yes. On, on all iOS device, devices, whatever storage they list is total storage, yeah. including for OS. Okay, correct. And, and for boot and You don't have 32 gigs of usable no, storage. No, you do not. No, I, um, I knew that, but I didn't know if that was a conversion problem. You know, base 10, base 12, yeah, two. Not, not, not a conversion problem. Okay. Uh, and iOS... I mean that's why they gotta keep slim it down. And that's why they that's why sixteen gigs for an iPod touch is not really that much, especially if you want to use that to store movies and music. Well but, and sixteen gigs for an iPod touch at this point is is real, real narrow. Oh yeah. Oh, I yeah. mean uh so thirty two gig surface, you, there is also USB port. There's a micro SD slot. So right. you can so you expand. expand it, yep. Yeah, you can put a USB hard drive, you could put micro SD only for media, you can't put apps on that. because uh, you have to put it download it from the Windows store. Right. Um it, it Hold on, but, but can you put and you can't run x86 apps on this because it's the ARM no, version of the tablet. The so it is version. literally just for media. Yes, just for movies. But I mean, and that's music. something that most other ta- like you can't you can't expand the storage in the Nexus Seven. Correct. Kindle Fire doesn't have a slot. Uh, iPad doesn't have a slot. iPad obviously doesn't have a slot. So I mean, that's that's a selling point, especially when you look at a 64, and it works with the X 
with the greater than 32 gigabyte cards as well. So you can get a 64 gigabyte SD yeah, card. Yeah, I mean, like it's, Microsoft, cheap it's Microsoft, right? And 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 part of the the selling factor of Microsoft and PCs has always been that they're upgradable and expandable. And even in a tablet form, I think Microsoft wants to keep that going. Yeah, you have HDMI I, out. I, I think that's really like. I think they've been really careful about not saying that because it's super disingenuous. Well, they might not say you it. You can't but upgrade this. It's a it's a it's a closed device. Well, you, you say, can't put your own software on it. You have to get everything right, from the but store. It's a, right, but at least you can get. I mean, SD cards are really cheap these days, and That's they weigh true. nothing. You can you can e- very easily expand at least the media storage of this thing. Th- that is that. And is, there's a file manager but, on desktop. See, that's a, that's another argument for the 16 gig model, though. That they didn't make. Always just add more later. Well, I guess so. But I get, But the argument against this. Well, yeah, but. I don't know about this version without the touch cover. I feel like that is going to... Yeah. That's, it's a bad the, that's one of the best things about it. I think they should have bundled the touch the, cover, at least promotionally, to start, be an early adopter, take the risk with Windows, get They could have done base. an introductory offer like for the first four weeks, whatever, you get the cover, and then they jack the price up or something. Yeah, exactly. Just to get sales going out of the gate. That's, that's possible. And they, they estimate to build you know, and sell three to five million of these in the holiday season, which is conservative. That's, that's a lot. It, I tell you. It's still, it's still a lot. When you remember when they first had that super secret event where Balmer came out yeah. and Mega Man Balmer and the whole thing, I was um, I, I've been on board with this thing from the beginning. I was like, wow, this looks like Microsoft really got it right. And you know, obviously, we want to see the final hardware because the hardware that they had was very prototypical, and they were very wary about letting journalists get their hands on it because it wasn't really fully functioning at that early stage. So we're going to want to see the final hardware. But you know, fast forward to where we are now, and suddenly this thing's actually going to come out. I'm still very bullish about it i think this this thing could really be good but the thing that we were also bullish about was the x86 version which they have not said anything they haven't about. yet announced that right now no pricing and we estimate that's gonna be like a thousand dollars to compete with ultrabooks i mean it's gonna be a little thicker or have that pen. We, estimate, we estimate that we, es- we estimate because okay it, they I, said I competitive with and i think ultimately that's the more interesting version because again we talk about this hybrid version of a computer this the x86 version isn't a hybrid it's a computer, it's a computer. Yeah. yeah i mean the x86 version is I'm I'm much more likely to spend eight hundred or a thousand dollars on something that is a x86 machine and can run real software. Well, if they launch that, something yeah, probably not. Just, I, just, I mean, I'll be interested to see what what it does with games. If that's I, even I, viable, I, well, if it has i5 or the new Ivy Bridge stuff, it'll run everything Ivy Bridge can run, which is you know StarCraft and TF2 and FTL and everything. I guess, but at that point, are you really? Wouldn't you rather just get an Ultrabook? Here's here's the the, but the Ultrabook you can't use as a tablet. Yeah, if you want to send the couch. And do your, you know, no, you're right. That, and that's, also the that's pen. the smart thing. And, pen input. And the yeah. thing that worries me about the WinRT tablet is that you are limited to stuff that's in the apps in their in their Windows store. The so thing if their little, apps aren't good. Yeah, you're you've got a absolutely. Real and I'm a little bit concerned about the x86 version in that, in theory, it's great to be able to detach the cover and suddenly it's a tablet. But I don't know how light they can make the x86. Oh no, but you're not going to use that. Oh. Use I mean, that in the same way you're going to use a tablet like the iPad or or Nexus Seven. You're not going to be in the bathroom using the you know the the surface pro uh, you're using well, we know tab- you're not with all your oh, yeah, issues no, God, no. right no 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 i mean but, i i take a surface pro in the bathroom that is i got no beef like, like, well, i'm telling you we'll get to it i'm sure but one of the i'm excited about the ipad mini because man that's going to be my bathroom oh my goodness. reading material oh. let's move on let's 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 you carry know, on you know I've, okay this hold on no one's weird tangent that lightning cable i'm committing to only one lightning cable in my house you just got a second one well i'm not that's for i'm not using that i'm not using it why do you have it then it's, it's it, came the the iPod, it came with the iPod Touch. Oh. I'm not using it. I have you one could, for home and one for the car. That's what I did. I, I don't have a charger in my car now. Uh, the thing that bugs me the most, though, is I use, because I always want to use a fat plug, 
the uh, the 10 watt charger because uh-huh. it's a supercharge yeah. the mm-hmm. iPhone mm-hmm. Um, but because it only has one USB port now I have to switch between the iPad 3 you have two of those and I'm telling you you should do a test but I'm convinced that the lightning charger ca- the lightning cable charges faster than the old dot cable the, the charge? I'm sure it, I'm, I'm sure it does it's yeah, I'm battery. sure it's new battery in the machine rather than yeah, but try, but it's a take, the, volt, take the same, same machine thing. and try it with both cables and see what happens this is what you're supposed to do you're supposed to test shit how can you use the same machine we with two cables we use an adapter Oh. You could use an adapter, uh, they, but then, but then you could yeah, say, "Well, how much is exactly. being throttled by the adapter?" Yeah, whatever. The, the, they, it's entirely possible they changed the amount of power that goes through that cable. To it's do. annoying for me to have to change the cable. Not only change don't you the have device. two of those bricks, Norm? Don't you want a cable when you're out and about? You're going to run down your phone in the car. That's when you need a cable. You know the, most. the battery, I think, is fine so far. That's pretty. Decent. I'm not getting under forty percent. But if I day. if I have a cable of used, available, I'm going to use it. Every day I was in New York, I used the Mophie. Since I've been back from New York, I haven't had to charge it all during the day. That's because yeah. you know, well, I'm waiting. For, I'm waiting for the case version of the Mophie. Mophie. Why are we talking about the iPhone while we're talking about the Surface tablet? People uh, are going to yell much. at us for this. Surface tablet. We, uh, we, but we've been very positive about the Surface tablet. We're going to get the RT. Uh, have you ordered one? No, they're going to have it in pop-up stores. So I'm, I might wait in line the night before Octobercast. Uh, we have a pop-up store Waiting in San Francisco. Waiting in line for a Windows PC. Hey, why not? It's, I want to see the experience. Now I've seen yeah. everything. Yeah. Um, I, want to, I want to go visit that line. We should. You know how like Samsung we, makes fun of the <laughs> Apple poses? I want to see oh, what boy. the line of people well, it, that wait, waits overnight in line for a Windows PC looks like. I think there are people who are going to do it. I no, absolutely they will. I, I, I just hope it's not like the time I waited in line for the Zoom. But why didn't you just pre-order one online? We we're not sure we're going to get it exactly on. Yeah, we wanted to make sure we could get it. Wait, you waited in line for a Zoom? Zoom. Zoom. Motorola oh, the, Zoom. The, 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 the Motorola Zoom. I don't, know, I don't know which scenario would have been worse. Eight hundred dollars for Zoom. A, they, they sent us a Zoom. Yeah, eight hundred dollars. What was what was the line contract. for the Zoom like? It was me and one other dude that showed up about two hours after <laughs> I did. Oh my goodness! It was the saddest line of all time. Oh I showed up God. at probably five o'clock, six o'clock in the morning wow. to the Verizon store. Wow! And, and the guy, like. Some guy walks up about seven o'clock in the morning. He's like, "Hey, is this the line for the for the Android tablet?" I told you, it's so sad. When I was I, when I uh, needed some Verizon technical support uh, about six months ago, I was in LA and there's a big Verizon store there where I was staying. And I was like, "I'll go to the Verizon store in the morning because they had closed. I need to get a cable or something." And uh, the store had all the signage up for the next morning. It was like Razor. Boom, 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 nine, 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 whatever it was. It was eleven, eleven. Oh, it was eleven, eleven, eleven or something like that. I can't remember. Okay. Ten, ten, ten. Doesn't I can't matter. Remember. I can't remember, but it was. Oh, getting in line early. I was like, oh, I've got no chance. Of course, I show up there. Nothing. It was a ghost wow. town. They can't get people to line up for non-Apple products. I don't know well, why. Well, it's because there's one a year for Apple products versus 30 a year for Android products. That's true. So it's, it's, much more, it's much more fragmented. Right. You can choose exactly the thing that you want rather than just the one thing that comes out that year. I don't know why you just didn't pre-order the Surface online, though. And go and- because they wouldn't, we weren't sure when it would be delivered and where. Yeah. Oh, you need to make sure you have. We it. need to like, make sure we, we have, have it. one. Same yeah. reason I waited in line for the iPhone. Right? Um, it's gonna be very confusing this holiday season uh, for consumers looking to buy first tablets. There's thank goodness there are tech sites out there that can help people make well, sense of it, all this. So let's you, let's, you never know. I mean, if if you're not invested, if for example, if you have a you know Froyo phone or something, if you bought into a cheap Android phone, or if you're selling a future phone, or even if you have an iPhone but you want to buy a tablet, you have what possible iPad Mini, iPad Surface. Nexus, Nexus 7, Kindle. maybe bigger Nexus, Kindle, two Kindles, Nook. Well, it's like eight Kindles at this point. Yeah. Well, but there's two Kindle two, tablets, really. Kindle three, Fire. Three Kindle tablets, yeah. Kindle really. Fire Old, Kindle Fire HD, HD, and big Kindle Fire HD. So, so let's, let's go down the list a little bit here. Let's, let's you know what? Some. Can I just say something? This fucking HD term 
Yeah. Somebody needs to stop that shit. I, I watched a commercial the other day for Gillette has a new razor blade. They mm-hmm. said the blades were HD. What the fuck is that? HD razor. Well, it means razor. they're 1080p blades. Yeah, you mean, you mean it's, it's rated, people, so when you're on 1080p, it will look What's like happened now level. is that marketers have figured out that people that don't know anything just hear the phrase HD and they go, well, that, must, nothing, be that must be good. Here. This is something that happened for I years. bet you I could sell you HD shampoo and people would go oh the shampoo's in high definition this this must be great my, bought, hair, my, my hair will have more definition i bought hd toothpaste hair definition that's what they i say. wanted to see why it was hd you bought see, they, see i made yeah. it as a joke it's actually real it is it's a like, real thing it's like when the onion did that story years ago with gillette saying fuck it we're doing five blades and then they, they, they now they have five blades yeah yeah the world is fucked marketers marketers are the problem that's yeah. the lesson it is a big problem yeah um so yeah, uh, other stuff. USB, it has a USB port. Yes, is it? Surface. It has a host USB port, not just the micro USB port. Is what correct? You mean. It is a full USB yeah. 2.0 port. Yes, yeah, so you can plug a camera or a webcam or a microphone or a keyboard or our Windows a dongle. Works, works host. And yeah, yeah, brilliant. Um, and the screen is so. The other thing, the the other thing that was interesting out of that AMA was <laughs> the screen talk because somebody said, "Hey, your resolution's a lot lower than the the new iPad, and it's a big screen. It's a big and screen. it's a bigger screen." It's, the, I, the one thing that worries me a little bit is when they. Because I haven't seen it in a while. I haven't really been following it that much since the launch. But now it's coming out. There's a lot of news coverage of it. And I saw Balmer or someone up on stage holding one. I was like, man, that's big. It's, 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 it's a computer. Yeah. It is big. It is. You're using it as a tablet only in the sense that and you're going to look at pictures on it or, well, you know. And I read, wonder read now that the case is being touch. made for smaller tablets. You know, Google's made a great case for it. The Kindle's made a great case for it. Apple clearly is going in that direction now that Microsoft feel like they're going in the opposite direction to where the market is going. If people are making smaller, more manageable tablets, they're coming up with this fucking jumbo-sized well, thing. Tablet is almost like it's, it's a broad category, just like a notebook or well, laptop. it's certainly a broad category with the Surface. It's the broadest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. So, well, and that's I, the weird thing because it's a weird form factor as well. It's like, it's what, it's 16 by 9? It, like, it's just long. Well, you hold it horizontally. It's got a kickstand. But with two hands. Yeah, I mean, it really needs 16 one. by 9. Is is going to be you're holding with two hands because you can swipe in with the charms on the, the right side and swap swipe between apps on the left side. It just it just it just seems kind of ungainly as a tablet. I can't see well, people really just walking like, around. Just like with you say, notebook. You know, between you know, you can't say, oh, I need a notebook because I can take it to class. Oh, what am I going to get? There's 15 inch notebooks, 13 inch notebooks, ultra books, there's MacBook Airs. You know, there's, I mean, there's I, 22 pound again, desktop yeah. replacements. To be fair, I think like as a tablet, it seems on the bigger side. As a computer, which is what Microsoft's trying to encourage you to think of this thing as, it, that, it's one of the smallest. Just think of it as a computer with a touch interface. Here's yeah. the thing, though. Think about why those seven inch tablets exist in other ecosystems, right? So Google launched, Apple is theoretically launching an iPad mini to A, have a product in the iPad line that's in a less expensive price point, right? Kind of a more entry level device, right? 50 bucks. And. Also, also, to fill in a gap in the size between the iPod, and we say and the iPhone, and the and the, the size, and the I mean, usage. well, not just filling, not just how people use. I, stuff. I think it's yeah. less about filling. And we'll get to it. It's not less about filling out a gap, and more about well, look, people clearly want these smaller size tablets, right. and we can't not be in that market, right? Because it, as we've de- seen with the Nexus Seven, it is something you can walk around yes. the house with with one hand and read. You know, and walk around recipes. out and walk around out take out with you as well. Yeah, it's yeah. my back pocket. Yeah. So that, I mean, that's the other thing. Google did the Nexus Seven because. A the seven inch uh, portrait only orientation is is closer to the phone where they've had success, yeah. and they needed to make something that was going to be a good Android tablet that wasn't a Kindle. Yeah, I right? mean, I was walking around with I've been walking around a lot with my paper white, which fits perfectly in my pocket, yeah. and it's making me think, wow, if I had a full tablet like this that was this size and white, I would love this. Yeah, you'd never use your iPad. Yeah. Um. So the the 
And then on the other hand, the Kindle is a pure consumption device. So those Kindle Fires are a fantastic size. They are strongly competing with the the Kindle e-ink readers, paper books, stuff like that. Yeah. So the small size makes a ton of sense. I think that the Kindle Fire HD 8.9 is a is a real weird product. Yeah, I, like, I, I, I don't understand why that one. product it's exists. It's expensive. It's Again, it's moving away from where the market is going. The tablet market is getting smaller in terms of devices. Well, people realize the other they hand, have, you know, they're not just going to have a tablet. If you only had one device, not outside the phone, maybe you can get away with a big Surface, you know, a 10.6 inch tablet. But if you have a laptop or a computer and you want something to walk around the house with, smaller makes more sense. Mm-hmm. I think that what's happening though is that is Microsoft is trying to be the one device. I think Microsoft is trying to be the no, you don't need a new laptop this year. You're going to use this and your old laptop, and this is going to be your new computer. I mean, like I said, it could be, and you can never predict this, but it could be absolute genius. This idea, this 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 bridging that gap between the tablet and the computer. I think it's that's why I'm I'm very excited about the the, the potential for. It. Are you only excited I don't know if for it's a Surface, or are you? Would you also would you be enticed by a well designed? Uh, Windows 8 tablet slash notebook I'm, made by different manufacturers. I'm excited by the this whole like this whole category, this whole idea of this hybrid and Surface obviously being the flagship for it. I don't think Apple would copy them, and I think they're already kind of halfway there with the Air anyway. I don't mm-hmm. use my iPad much around the house anymore because I just use the Air because it weighs weighs very little more, right? And is so much more useful. Do you ever find yourself with the Air wanting such a screen? You know, no, I, I know what you mean, but no, I, I, that hasn't happened. But I guess if I guess if there was an Apple version of this Surface type product, I'd be interested in that too. Because something like Lenovo, the Yoga, the new 11 inch one that they announced yeah. last week, that is like Surface in that it runs Windows RT, uh, but it has the fixed keyboard that you can fold all the way around, so you have that tablet mode. But that is like eight hundred dollars, and it's huge compared well, to a tablet. It's 11 inch. No, I mean it's thick. Oh yes, it's it a big thicker. device. Just, do you think Microsoft can really reasonably expect this to be a mass market product if they're only selling it in a handful of their little Apple to start? I think they're doing stores. that to 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 do to limit available because they have limited availability, right? I mean, also I think, the But you think like eventually they'll money. be in? They'll be available right. everywhere. I, yeah, I was going to oh, say yeah, Best Buy, absolutely. but Best Buy will probably be gone by the time that happens. Well, um, yeah, I, I think I think Microsoft's doing this so that they can I, so they can maximize the amount of of units. I went into a Best Buy the other day. It was like walking into a morgue. It's you don't like Best sad. Buy, I heard. Well, I, to be fair, they had a, I bought a bunch. Of, I I don't buy Blu-rays anymore, really, because it's all you know digital cloud shit these days. Yeah, you're all iTunes. Um, but they had a bunch of good deals on uh, Blu-rays, and I bought like a hundred dollars worth of Blu-rays. I didn't oh. expect to buy because how, really how many discs was that? Like ten? It was a, eight. It, I mean, I got Gladiator on Blu-ray for like sixteen Gladiator. bucks. One of my favorite movies. It's a great movie. Uh, I got um, my a couple prob- of Disney movies on my, Blu-ray. My problem with Blu-rays oh, yeah. is that we're at a point where. Blu-rays are almost in their the actual discs are in their second or third iteration of some movies, and so I can't go into a store and see a Blu-ray and be confident that's the best version. Of you well, the Amazon well, app so for look. example, on Gla- this is the kind of shit you got to go on the web to know about. Like exactly. when they first released Gladiator on Blu-ray, they fucked it up. Yeah, and the pitch quality was shitty. Yeah. they reissued it, but you had to know what to look for on the box to know wow. that you were getting the exactly. properly remastered yep. version. Same thing mm-hmm. with a bunch of new movies. Yeah, there we go. Uh, so that's it, Surface. Next week, October 26th, we probably will not have live coverage on the day unless they send us one early uh, just because – You mean on October On Cast? October Cast. You don't think we'll have a Surface on I think October? we'll have oh, one here gonna, on October Cast. I don't think we'll have a video on the we're site. Gonna we'll definitely, to, we're we definitely going to want to play with it on October Cast. Uh, we will do everything we can to have one for October Cast. But still make it an entertaining podcast. Yes. For you and the kids. 
Um, there's an Apple event on October 23rd. We've kind of alluded to this already. It is, I personally think that they're going to revitalize the classic iPod line with, you know, with the wheel and the hard drive I, oh, and introduce wait, wait, new Mac Pros. Okay, so let's start with the first part of that. I'm very, I haven't heard anything like that. What, what makes you think they would do that? I'm, because it seems I'm being like a, a contrarian asshole. Will doesn't, Will doesn't read the rumors. So, because right. the iPod, I, I, but let's talk about this for a second because yeah. I think it's kind of sad. If the iPod Classic, mm-hmm. I still think, even though its time has kind of come and gone, and the, the, the use, usage cases for it are very limited at this point. Well, now but, that you can get 128 gig, can you get 64 gig iPod Touch, right? Yeah, but there are people that yeah. want to have the mega, st- they want to have everything. Yeah. There are people that just put them in the trunk of their car, hooked up to their yeah. MP3 player, right? And so they have mega storage. Yep. But it's clearly at this point kind of the redheaded stepchild of the iPod range. I think it's really sad when they go, so here it is, the iPod range. And it's the, the classic's not even there in the picture. Yeah. That's sad. And it sucks that what's left in the iPod range, I mean, the Nano is one you could argue is dedicated for music because it's good for sport running and mm-hmm. exercise. Mm-hmm. But iPod was for music, and the iPod Touch really isn't for music. It's for apps. It's, it's for everything. It's a pocket computer. It is, absolutely. For your pocket. Yeah. And, um, and the iPod I, Classic. I don't know. I'm upgrading ca- with I, I guess I'm kind of a, anything. I guess I'm kind of a sentimentalist. The fact that they still make the old classic quick wheel, quick that basically still looks like the OG iPod. I think that's kind of cool. I, I, you know, I have a 30 gig iPod Classic that I still have. I keep, I charge it every once in a while, so it stays, so it keeps working. Yeah, it's a fantastic. Device. I still have like a, I, I still, have, I still like a third gen oh, iPod. They're, they're still selling it. They're still selling it. Yeah, you can get it up to 64 gigs or something, 250 gigs now, something huge. It's it's massive. I think it's 250 is the biggest one. They should go up to terabyte. If they went up to terabyte, that would be bad. For people that want to have the mega collections. Of course, the cloud is making this kind of moot. Um, but really, it's not. If you listen to a lot of music on your on your iPhone and you have a data plan, you can, that that is one of the things that you can do that'll add up. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. Streaming adds up. Yeah. But I'm not one of these people. I, I think most people don't need to have their entire Either don't need to have their entire music collection on their phone all the time, on their device all the time, or don't have a big enough music collection that they can even take well, up all that space. So, plus like, you have to deal with iTunes, which is crap. Yeah. It, well, if, if well, hopefully it's going to get better. When are they going to roll out the new one? <laughs> I got to say, I didn't like that demo of the new iTunes. I was, it looked really confusing to me. Yeah. I, I, I yeah. I, they, they I think there's nothing they can do to make iTunes good. Well, I mean, I'm glad that they're finally giving it a comprehensive overhaul. I'm just saying I don't know if they've made it any. I think they've just made it different. I, I mean, don't know if they made it better. Here's here's the thing that needs to change for me. Like I, I'm still paying for iTunes Match. I, I actually quite like it, even though it's broken in a lot of important ways. I like iTunes Match. The problem I have with iTunes Match is it's not easy enough to get music on and off the phone. Absolutely like if, agree with if that. You, if I turned it off the other day because I put some new songs on, on my iTunes, yeah. and it just, they just would not show up on the phone. How many, it's, how many times I refreshed it? So I turned it off and just manually synced Well, it. and if you compare that with how, say, RDO works, the way RDO works is if you're logged in anywhere, whether it's on your PC, on your Mac, on your phone, on your tablet, whatever, yeah. you there's a button next to every track on the service that says add this to my collection and then there's another option under that that says sync this to my mobile and you don't have to do it on the phone you can do it anywhere and right. the, the next time you turn on audio on the phone it'll just pull down those tracks like, and you're done like a lot of Apple things when it works it's great but yeah. it does not work reliably enough remember when their model used to be year, it just right? works 25 bucks a year for, for I think it's, it's worth it I, I get that in addition to Spotify because Spotify sucks when I'm traveling yeah. on airplane it right. just works it's kind of like, uh, like Sex Panther in uh, Anchorman like 65 percent of the time it works all the time yeah yeah that's exactly it um and and still all of my explicit tracks are non-explicit now so that fucking uh, yeah just that's fucking the hell annoying out of me. as well 
Um, but well, when, no, wait, okay, so those. but you weren't being serious about the iPod Classic. No, no, no. Um, I just hope they don't actually ever totally. I, again, I think they they figured out there are still people that there's it enough might be. of a con, there's enough of a, of a of a constituency out there that it's worth keeping it going. But they clearly don't really want it around. In anymore. six months, it might be the only Apple product with a dock connector. Everything's going to get updated to the new. I bet they'll update. That's it a good point. You. Oh no! Actually, they probably won't update it to use the no. old one because the, if think, the use cases for BMWs that have dot connectors, yeah, they'll then, know, they'll know. Yeah. The, I don't think the classic will ever be updated or refreshed again. It is what it is now, and it will be around. There's until like they some finally factory in China where like they train people before they get to work on the iPhones, the build iPhones. They have the. It's, but it's, you mean, it's like the iPods. RPG new. Every quest. now and again, yeah. you must build. You one must the, build iPod. One of the one of the guys at Telltale has first. one on his desk, and like whenever whenever I would see it, it would just like put a smile on my face. I'm like, oh, you have the fucking OG well, iPod. That's you so guys, cool. so I, I I cleaned out my garage a few weeks ago. Along with that process, I dug up a bunch of old hardware, like like fifteen year old stuff in some cases. Yeah, and the the like it was it was amazing to me because as I was. Going deeper, it was like an archaeological dig, and you know, first I found my old iPod, my my fourth gen iPod, which is which was great. It was only like ten gigs. It was a small hard drive or whatever. Yeah, and then I found an iPhone, a Nano, and then I found yeah, I've a, got an old Nano, a Mini. I've got the, the old like, chew, I got like the old chewing gum yeah. stick Nano. That's the one I have, the yeah. one with the black and white screen. That was, I mean, that was good. Oh, it's the best. It's, it's nice to go back to old technology. Sometimes, so, like, sometimes like, I mean, those old, even though those older generation iPods still really hold up. So, well, except for the minis, because they all had those those uh, little tiny hard drives, and they all died after. The like minis two were years. not great, and there were a couple of nanos along the way where they kind of took a step back. I didn't know what they. If you look at the, it's weird. If you look at the evolution of the nano range, yes, they, it's clear that they never really knew where they wanted it to go because each version of it was completely reinvented. Well, at one point I had a camera and it did video then it didn't again then it was a watch now it's not it's like it's been very new weird New Shimmer is a floor wax No, yeah. New Shimmer is a dessert topping Right um, mm-hmm. The point was the Mini was the first iPod I bought and then before that there's this whole weird range of like this creative thing that looks like a CD player kind of that has a giant hard drive in it that Nomad. was like 20 gigs the oh, Nomad God, I remember those. and then there was a D-Link version of that same thing that was supposed to go in the back of your car and then there's a bunch of Rio products and Sansas yeah, Rios, and all these yeah. other High Rivers like, and oh my and God. the thing those is fine. all the interfaces were bad interfaces the thing, were the, bad the but thing, the good thing is you could plug it into a computer and just drag and drop music oh, completely agree but the thing that I realized is the, it, I, the iPod didn't win because it played music better or anything. The iPod won because of the scroll wheel. Absolutely. Because you there's could a find great, your music quickly. There's a great book about the creation of the iPod called The Perfect Thing, which is, a, 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 again, as, as just kind of a, um, a cornerstone of, of classic design innovation. And you're right. You're absolutely right. It wasn't doing anything. It didn't do this anything is, new. This is classic Apple. It doesn't do anything that you couldn't do already. It just right. does it in a way that you finally get it and want to do it this way now. Well, and what happened, it, ha- it came out at just the right time when you were starting to see players with 1,000, 2,000 song capacities. and But navigating those using the old D-pads was, uh, was awful. You the, couldn't find anything. That thing where you do this and yeah. it goes up and down is and like... It scroll, yeah, and it accelerates. I still remember the first time I ever did that and it was like a light, a light bulb goes off. You go, holy shit, this is yeah. fucking amazing. And it was them testing also with capacitive. Yes. Uh, without having it under touchscreen. Um, uh, so, so Apple event October 23rd. It's almost certainly iPad all right, mini. So, okay, so iPad mini, we think, is, yeah, seven is clearly iPad. happening, right? 7.85 inches, 16 by 9, bigger than what you'd see on Nexus 7. Uh, yep. I hope that design, because there have been some, you know, quote-unquote leaked mocks. Uh, I really 
having you know used the iPod Touch now, I really hope it's this, this iPod Touch aluminum bottom design with the the chamfer and the. I actually the wouldn't mind the if they screen. almost had that kind of rubberized back that they have on the on the Kindles. I don't now. think we'll see because I want to feel like I, can, I want to feel like I can toss it around a little bit. Yeah, but I don't think we're gonna see that. No, I don't think they will either. I I, I like the kind of yeah. the metallic. Everyone so, says you know ten twenty four six six seven sixty eight. So what is that? Does that count as Retina or what? No, no, okay. definitely not. Definitely not. It's it's gonna be an entry level product. Uh, they it's. You launch at that because it's cheap to make those right. panels. Right. You can start at $250 price point and then have a upgrade path later on from so what do you So th- what do you think the SKUs are going to be and the prices that go with them? I Rumor think is $250. $250 uh, for what? Uh, 8 or gigs? 16 uh, I think 16 I think 16 is the base yeah. probably. You can't, I don't think you can get away with 8 with apps. If they want people to buy apps. I think okay. you're going to do 16 250 and then I think we'll also have LTE. And this is a product that can conceivably be a loss leader even for them. Wait, but do you think they'll be different? I don't think, be, do you think, they'll be I don't different? think they're going to do that, but I think they could do that if they You don't think there'll be different storage sizes? Oh, no. I think I'll have 1632.64, start at 250, you go up. And then do you think they'll have LT and not for each yep. one? So there'll I've, be six SKUs, basically. The, the interesting thing to me is whether there's well, going to be with different, different colors, carriers. Too. Yeah. Different yeah. colors. And, yeah. Well, I, don't th- I, don't, I, I would love them to do the different colors. I, I don't black think and white. Will. Yeah, I think it'd be black and white. I'm really interested. Black iPad. I'm really interested to see if. Um, if the, what the, whether whether the price is two hundred dollars or two fifty dollars is going to be very telling because if they come out after Google and and Amazon directly and say look we're going to compete with you on your price or they're going to come out and say look our product is better than yours if and they we're charge if they can get it. if they could announce this thing at one ninety nine they would shock the world. I don't think I think they could announce it at 199. I don't think they're going to. I don't think they will. Right. I think no, they say, could. I mean, they. I mean, yeah. look, it's Apple. They could take a loss on it. Yeah. Just, just to fuck the market they, over, they but not. they won't. Right. And they, I mean, and they won't because of any competitive stuff and, at yeah. this point. Too. Two, two fifty. <laughs> they'll say the fifty dollars premium is going to be for the. Why is anti competitive? Just to 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 price your product as low as you can afford to. Well, if they can't, it depends on whether they can afford to or not. If I don't think they'll do there's it. There's price. There's pr- rules about pricing pressure and stuff like that. Okay. Um. I think it'll be two fifty. So two. I, I think two fifty sounds about right. Because look, again, you've got to understand that people. Want the, the brand itself carries the value, right? People yeah. want the Apple version of it, so they'll go, "Well, there's this thing over here. I don't know what the fuck that is. I can just pay a little bit extra and get something that I know everyone has one of hey, these. Has then the, that's what you have. The apps has the right. apps. mom. It has the apps. It has to apps, right? Well, I mean, but on the other hand, if you're a parent and you're giving one of these to your kid, having the apps may be a negative because then it's mm. just another way for the kid to spend money. Now, do you think all these all these iPad apps that are out there are going to scale down easily? Yeah, of course, because oh, the same resolution as the iPad too. too. Oh, 10, okay. 24, 7, yeah. 6, 8. Okay. And uh, iPhone apps might actually scale up better. It'll be the same as the iPad, the, la- the last gen iPad. Has anyone seen exactly what a same. new No, but iPad... they won't be as pixelated because it won't I'm be sorry. on as big a screen. Has anyone seen what a new iPhone 5 yes. app looks like on the iPad 3? What the framing looks like because it's taller? It's the same. It gives, you, it gives the iPad, it gives the iPhones, the old iPhone framing. It doesn't, it doesn't widen it. It doesn't give you a wide I frame? I do not believe so. Oh, what? It's weird. Yeah, I haven't looked at that either. Um, I hate iPhone apps on the iPad. Yeah, I don't. All right, exactly so okay, so iPad Mini, I think that is going to obviously the, it sounds like they'll announce it and it will be in stores a week later it, or something. It wouldn't surprise me if they update iMacs and Mac Pros and Mac Minis. If that this, stuff's all due, I think it's fair to say if this iPad Mini is basically what we expect it to be, yeah. the pricing and the kind of specs that we talked about, it's going to be it's going to be the the product this holiday. Oh yeah, absolutely. But you know what? People are gonna you're gonna have the Mossbergs and some people bitching about how it does not have the Retina screen. I, I think course, that's but, a real but, and, and, Apple, and Apple will and Apple will read that and then laugh all the way to the bank just like they always do. Um, and then next six months from now they'll release the iPad Mini two a year. Yeah, with, somebody I, yeah somebody pointed out to me the reason why the iPod Touch is so popular 
and why they release them every year around this time is that they are the ultimate gift product. They are the perfect way to say, yeah, I like no contract. I like, well, there's no contract. And it's also my way of saying to you, I like you enough that I'm willing to spend this kind of money. It's like, it's, like it's, a pre, it's, it's a prestige gift. It's, yeah. it's like a pair of diamond earrings that, a, that you can use. Yeah. And then you've got the nano for like, I don't like you quite so much, right. but it's still, also, I like you a bit. You also could lose some weight. And then the shuffle for like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, if you get a shuffle for Christmas this year, Gary Witta says, go fuck yourself. Basically. I, I would have that inscribed. Can you do the engraving? I would yeah. actually have, no, you know, go fuck yourself inscribed on the back. <laughs> I know what I'm getting you for Christmas, Gary. Um, so and, that's and, October 23rd, the, the next point Tuesday. The point I'm making is the mini is going to be the extension of that. It's going to be the number one. I'll make this prediction. It's going to be the number one gifted product this holiday. And I also also say this. Between the iPhone 5, between the mini, and the new iPod, all the new iPod ranges, this is going to be the single biggest quarter that Apple has ever had. When they announce oh, their Q4, financial predictions when now. they announce their Q4 early next year, the, the market is going to shit itself. My favorite kind of thousand dollar Apple stock. Oh yeah, I think they can do it. Um, so yeah, October twenty third. That's Tuesday. We'll have stuff about it on this. And so, but here's what I'm really excited about. Again, I'll buy the mini because I'm a fucking idiot and I just consume shit. That's what I do. Uh, but I'm already thinking like, where does this fit yeah, in my life? You're where? How many times? Seven you screen. Email? I get sick of checking email on my. I don't even check email. Am I going to end anymore? up with like a whole range of devices that each one is like one inch bigger than the next? And oh, like, well, no. this is the perfect one for this situation. Is it, is it that you walk down the line and you pick the one for the day? Like, oh, today's a six inch day. I think. Hmm. Wow. Okay. So that's going to be. It's, but, it's like an. Uh, but American I think. Gigolo. But I think what might happen yeah. is in the way that my iPad has kind of been pushed aside by the MacBook. The, the new smaller iPad might end up being the perfect kind of nightstand thing for me. So you're not going to have the, you're not going to use your iPad, new iPad anymore. Or your Paperwhite. No. Seen... Well, Paperwhite's great for reading books, but nothing else. Okay. Um, Paperwhite's great, by the way. I like the paper. We, we can it. talk about that in a little bit. Um, and, but here's what I'm really excited about is the, the rumor is also that they're going to roll a bunch of stuff into this and the iPad mini will be the flagship. Uh, but we, what I'm really hoping for, and the rumors are definitely coalescing are some new Macs. Because I'm so ready for a new Mac at this well, point. Well, it's time. They new haven't updated iMac? anything with Ivy Bridge yet. Um, the, I, I'm still, on a, two, have, I'm still but, on a 2009 iMac. They yeah. are way overdue for a new iMac refresh. Well, because the 2009 doesn't do AirPlay streaming because it doesn't have the right kind of H264 H, right. uh, encoder right. on but it. But the rumors, you know, we're at that part of the rumor stage where we're starting to see components leak out. And, you know, yep. so I'm very excited about that. And probably new minis as well. And very, very strong rumors of a 13-inch Retina MacBook pro as well yeah that makes sense because that that 13 inch macbook pro has been a weird kind of bastard skew for a long time and updating and this, it and this will kind of make it relevant again makes it yeah. very so this interesting can, yeah so 13 inches you have two options super light or super high res screen the here and and that's much better because right now there's absolutely no reason to buy the 13 inch macbook there pro unless you really unless need, you need, need and i won't and i won't be but I, I won't be excited until they can figure out a way to get the retina screen in the air which will probably be the next year's that's refresh. that's what i'm looking forward that'll to. that'll be sexy um i have to say i'm incredibly happy with this air the the Ivy Bridge thirteen. I'm telling you, it's great, fantastic. It's, an amazing it's the best computer, I've, pound for pound, best computer I've ever owned. Not even close. I use yeah. my Sandy Bridge Air as my main computer at the workplace. Yeah, yeah it's, it's great. It's, 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 it's everything great. you need. So big, yeah, big Apple Week next week. Um, GoPro announced their HD Hero Three. We like GoPros. This we is, use them a lot. It's a company that kind of jumped out of nowhere. You know, they, they were around literally for, jumped for yeah and. Uh, Action, action, action cameras. Yeah. Were using if GoPro them? had been smart, they would have found a way to tie their shit into that Stratos jump and have GoPros on. Uh, it. My hunch is that, that they were probably outbid for the opportunity to provide hardware by the red folk. Yeah, yeah maybe so. Well, also yeah. there are different uses. Like it's weird though because GoPro is a consumer device, potentially much bigger market. Red is a pro device, 
And I'm sure they, I'm sure they make a, mon- a lot of money on every camera they it sell. But it's still right. very it was limited the, market. The, 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 the aerospace cinematography yeah. people, and they, they they chose what to use. So yeah, yeah. it has to be stuff that works up in those conditions, that temperature. Right. I don't know if GoPros work. GoPro. I mean, we see a lot of GoPro videos yeah. shot on weather balloons. Okay, yeah, it's yeah. true. Um, so GoPros, people love them because they they shoot wide angle HD video, 1080p video, uh, and they're mountable and there are tons of accessories. Yeah, really, and really robust as well. They look like they could take a, a beating. Yeah, they're, they're not just like, I mean, there are two companies that are really big in the action sports market because Sony's in there now, but it's Contour and GoPro and Contour has the more like telescoping so lip, ones. Lipstick camera lipstick is what cam- it looks like. Yeah, it looks like something you attach to the side of a helmet. Right. GoPro, you could put on a helmet, but it's a box. It's like a little yeah, it's very cube, bulky. Cubicle-like. Uh, the new one is thinner, lighter, does 1080p video, three models. The highest end model will do 4K video now, 15 FPS, frames per second. I don't know why, why you Why would you do 15 FPS? Well, that's the maximum based on the processor. No, no, I'm just saying, why, but why? I, so you can get 4K video. Yeah, but, yeah, but I'd rather really 2K what, what video at 30 frames yeah, a exactly. second. Yeah, exactly. YouTube. Yeah. YouTube. I, I, so I guess you can do like 2.7K video. Does YouTube even support 4K? Yeah, you can upload 4K to YouTube. It'll do, it'll do a 2560 by 1600 resolution video. Or twenty five sixty by fourteen forty oh, okay. resolution at thirty fps. Yeah, so, so that's, that's what someone what yeah. people would so two K at at thirty two point seven K at yeah. thirty fps. Um, and it has all the amount stuff. It has Wi Fi built in now. That's so you exciting. Wi Fi backpack. That's something they definitely need. Yeah. Previously, a hundred dollar accessory, so it'll tie into the app, which was just released uh, last week. Yep. Um, and I think they're going to sell a ton of these. It's kind of expensive, two hundred to four hundred bucks. Um, four hundred bucks, but if you count the Wi-Fi backpack, backpack, yeah. backpack being built yeah. in, that brings the price way. I love, you, the, I love yeah. the fact that you, you you use these GoPros, but you don't really use them in the way that they're intended. Like you, you guys aren't like jumping off fucking cliffs no, or no. mountain biking. You're, you're just sitting dogs. at a table while being using a GoPro. Yeah. Like, um, you're supposed to be getting out there and like doing shit. Let's see, be a hero. Uh, I used one for the third person camera. When I walked around Maker Fair with with my eyes completely. Man, that is really extreme, extreme walking. That's pretty extreme. Joey yeah. sometimes puts one on his uh, on the on the shoulder rig. When we we're shooting stuff, right? When we did the the airplane guy, those were all stuck all over the cockpit of the airplane. Yeah, secondary pretty cameras. extreme. All right, they're, they're versatile. Yeah, and, and the mounts. The thing about it for us is that the mounts. We have a a bin full of GoPro mounts, and that lets us affix it to pretty much anything right. imaginable. That's good. That's yeah. a big part of it. It's, it's not just cool. helmet cam. You can get crotch cam. Nobody wants a crotch cam. No. Um, so that's that's. Uh, do they have availability on that, or is it uh, usually they announce mount. stuff and then it's like six months it comes out? So uh, it's soon. It's this holiday. Okay. Um, I think we're going to get one of the high, the 4K ones and see, see what it can do. Yeah. Um, Boxy announced their Boxy TV. And this is a real weird product to me because, because Boxy, you know, if you remember, Boxy started off as a fork of the XBMC project, which was originally a way to use your old original Xbox One as a media center. Yeah. Boxy is so, the one that kind of looks like a cube. Well, yeah. So the original, so then they released the Boxy box, uh, two years ago, a year and a half ago now. It's the, the history is so weird. XBMC. Used to be media player software. That was like a homebrew thing, right? Homebrew it media is, yeah, open still source is. Uh, software, so you could play video on your Xbox, to right? Hack your Xbox, and it's a very well liked product. People it has love now XBMC. evolved into it's still a great front end. It'll run on Raspberry Pis. You can still use it as a media streamer. Boxy was a more user friendly front end, uh, fork of that. Yeah, primarily to honestly watch pirated video well because it could accept all the formats that apple tv and all the right. things couldn't but it wasn't right. also but they also had the app this app thing where they what i'm saying is just the software oh, okay just the software then they stopped releasing the software for windows so you couldn't make a little boxy box well that yourself. was after they released the box and then they released a, a box which they partnered with d-link for which is the cube thing you're talking about right it's green it looked like it kind of looks like a cube it looked yeah. like a diagonal cube with the bottom and top kind of like oh. you've been to the jewish contemporary history museum in san francisco like the, the yeah, I go there thing. all the time. Like that. It, it looks like yeah. that. 
downtown San Francisco. Weird you should go there. It's a cool museum. It's a very cool museum. Um, uh, and, and that run uh, ran a, uh, I think it was a uh, uh, Adam Adam Shep. It originally was going to be Tigra. But, but so their pitch with that was buy this and never pay for cable again because the idea was you could use the boxy box to connect to all the places online like a computer would that you can watch online video YouTube. Hulu YouTube right. uh, ABC dot com NBC dot com all the different places. Did it have Netflix? Uh, it has Netflix. And also, it could attach to your server, so you could also watch all your pirated stuff. And or, that's, or that's, stuff and that's the dream, and it's why a lot of people have HTPCs, because they're sick of all these bullshit device lockouts on these content services where you know yeah. you want to watch something on Hulu, but it won't let you do it on your device, web only. Right, or HBO way, Go and doesn't and work on your Roku, right. but it doesn't The only way to circumvent that is to actually plug a fully functioning PC into yeah. your TV. Right. Which and, is and a and shitty even the Hulu experience. stuff was blocked for a while. Well, I mean, you can, but you can get a little Mac Mini or a little very small form-factor mm-hmm. PC and mm-hmm. use that. It's getting better, or but it's still not great. You get a PC version. That runs Windows. And so the box came out. It was or 200 just AirPlay bucks. off your mm-hmm. laptop now. Mm-hmm. The problem, well, AirPlay is limited too. They can limit AirPlay. Oh, so that's it right. May or may yeah, not that's work. true. It's true. Um, the box came out a couple years ago. It was 200 bucks, which is pretty expensive. Um, and the and the experience watching the web video was, I don't want to say uniformly bad, but outside of like the South Park Studios and a couple other places, it just didn't work very well. And it would stop working for a while, and then it would start working again. It wasn't very. If you wanted to watch The Bachelorette every week, As, and who wouldn't? I mean, you, I know you're a Bachelorette watcher. I'm a big fan. I didn't like this this last season. No, it was no good. No, it was I don't like well, Emily. I mean, so I know The Bachelor gives uh, out roses. Yeah, whoever it was, yeah, she wasn't. Apparently, that marriage is all fucked up now. It's all oh, on the really? Rocks. Oh yeah, really? hard to believe. Yeah. So what their batting average on all those shows is just. <laughs> I think they have one awful. successful. I think they've only got like one couple that's still together. Yeah. yeah. Hard who, to believe. Who would have thought that a, that a relationship that starts from picking between thirty different dudes. On or camera, women. and you have to pick maybe. someone. Yeah, who would have thought that that could possibly end up in an unhappy relationship? Do they have to marry them? They don't have to. Well, they're supposed to, but they very rarely do end up getting married. And if they do, it all goes to shit. Sometimes right they don't after. even pick them. Wait, so the bachelor, yeah. the bachelor gives out roses. Yeah, or, or, the or, ba- or bachelorette. So bachelorette gives out boutonniere roses. Oh, so it's still roses. Yeah, still okay. roses. Yeah, this is the most dramatic rose ceremony ever, Norm. Wow, you should okay. watch the Bachelorette. You, have a, right. you should, you have a lady watch, friend. Now. Yeah. All, this will all start soon. That's right. You, yeah. can, you can cozy up on the couch and watch right. it together. No thanks. I've never no, done. I've, I, I, the Bachelorette is when I. Gina mean, knows. I just, I just, I just watch it. I just watch it. Your seat type experience. You're not like. It's, oh no, it can be. It's a ha- lean back because, and go play because you, XCOM because you experience. Hate, you hate everyone so much. Yeah. That you're desperately like you enjoy it when things go horribly wrong for them. Well, and it's really like it's it's a. The thing about it is it's an amazing sociological experiment because you think about what would happen if you, they put you into a room with 30 attractive women and said, okay. Boners everywhere. Start, 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 start cutting them, right? What? It's time what? to make what? some. What? what, literally? No, 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 no. Like baseball. It's time to make some difficult choices. You've got to cut five. Is it, is it a binder? It is the, a binder the, situation. A binder full uh-huh. of women. A binder full right. of women. Right. So you have your little topical. Okay, I like, I like it. I like her. She's she likes <laughs> the to serve. cutting edge of political. <laughs> That's <yeah>. cool. <laughs> um, wait, so what do you, wait, wait, why are you theorizing the that? Is, is, that is in fact what they have you do on the Bachelor. I know. They put you in a room with a bunch of women and say you start cutting them. But people always come off on shows like that as complete lunatics and assholes. But I think that's just what happens to any normal person if you put it. It's in that such kind of an unnatural situation, yeah. and it's so false because it's the same narrative every season you can see how scripted it really yeah. is and the idea that by the end i get it at the beginning where you're kind of like dating a bunch of different people but by the end when like they've got the bachelor the bachelor every season saying oh i'm so equally in love with these four different people I just, yeah. like, bullshit that's not how your brain works but I mean, it's uh, manufactured for the drama they want to but it's create. like and it's like summer camp i mean you go someplace you spend 30 days in with the same group of people you're going to develop intense feelings for them and it's going to be really hard to uh, yeah it's a really intense summer away. camp experience yeah, yeah. 
This is like summer camp for for wow. kind of slutty people. It's the Bachelor. Have, have you guys seen that um, uh, that web show? I think I want to say it's called Humor. That's like Sex House. It's a parody of these shows. <laughs> that sounds right. I haven't seen that it's one. Hilarious. I can't tell whether the real one. Well, if you just said to me like Sex House, I, I wouldn't know if it was parody or real because it could right, that be could real. be on ABC. Yeah. They'd run that easily. They, Fox they, certainly. They, they put like all the generic, like the jock guy, the cheerleader in the house, and then there's one gay dude. And only one gay dude. <laughs> and then there's some guy who like won, won the entrance into the house from like some 50-year-old dude who won it on a, on a tombstone pizza contest. Great. When I was at Comic-Con this, this week, the TBS had a big banner up for a new TV show called um, King of the Nerds. Oh, no. And it's a reality video game contest. And as soon as I saw it and it said King of the Nerds, I was just like, you know what? Fuck you. This is exactly <laughs> the kind of shit that we don't fucking need in this day and age. Yeah. Exactly this kind of shit. I don't like it. No. So fuck TBS. They say very, very funny. No, it's not. It's fucking terrible. Conan's pretty good. Uh, I feel bad for Conan. Well, he, he should still be doing the Tonight Show, not stuck on fucking TBS that no one watches. Oh, great. Yeah, Conan got the raw end of the deal. He's responsible for all so many things I love. I read that book about the Leno Conan late night wars. It was really, the, really. The, was it by the late shift guy? It was called The War for Late Night. It was the same guy that wrote the late shift. Yeah. Really good book. I'll have to check it out. Um, and, you know, I think what Conan got eventually, he was going to go to Fox and go somewhere else, but eventually what, how they convinced him was they said, look, TBS, because we're one of the original cable providers, cable channels. We're on, like, we're on every single cable package. Like, every, yeah. like, it doesn't matter how basic your cable package is, you get TBS. I'm sure that's how they got George Lopez. Too. That's, how they, that's how they talked him into it. It's but unencrypted. I, 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 I turn on the late, I turn on the late night shows occasionally, and I see Leno. I'm like, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be there anymore. Right. And, go, Conan, go and, Conan, and Conan's over on TBS. I just feel bad for him. He should, he should have ended He's up. He's better much than better you. Thing. Much yeah. better. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Boxy not particularly reliable. Have you seen you that show on TBS? Where the guy owns a bar and he's like half Asian, and he's oh, like, and his God, dad so is the bad. dad from the Wonder Years. Yeah. And his mother is this like no, no, stereotypical no, Asian chick. Oh. It's awful. I cannot stand that. I'm, I'm oh. going to tell you a secret. I don't watch that much TV, and I have not watched a sitcom on TBS I in twenty years. If, if, if Dante lived in this day and age, and he was redevising the nine circles of hell, yeah. the ninth one would be stuck watching nothing but TBS original programming. I think that they have a couple of shows that get awards and stuff, though, don't like they? What? The one about the girl and the three guys. What? I, 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 I mean, girl, I, I, I'm interested by the premise. It's a sports. <laughs> it's a sports. I don't remember. Yeah. It's like an 80s. It's like an 80s sitcom. Basically, what they're doing is making 80s sitcoms. I mean, there's a there's a market for. It. I mean, like Tyler Perry's got all like nine shows on there now, and there's a massive audience. It's dangerous, dangerous they're just, ground. They're, but they're just not funny. Yeah, mm. that's why he's an action star now. Who's okay, Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry. I don't buy him as Alex Cross. I'm not going to buy that for a second. It's the weirdest movie ever. <laughs> Willis Louisa. Tyler Perry. This as is the most James Patterson. <laughs> this may Alex be the cross. <laughs> you don't want to cross him. This may be the worst podcast versus we've ever done. Matthew Fox. <laughs> as the, yeah, versus Matthew, Matthew Fox. Fox as the crazy. Se- it, yeah. Come on, no one's buying. No, that. no, no. And he, it's like it's like a it's parody. Ma- it's Medea versus <laughs> the guy from Party of Five. <laughs> yeah. Nobody is buying into that. I gotta think like him. He's already in the building. He's already in the building. He was the Lost guy. I was watching. Yeah, he was also on Lost. Yeah. But I'm not buying that. Any more than I'm buying Tom Cruise as uh, Jack Reacher. I don't buy that either. 
So the point is, boxy. The boxy was the boxy. not reliable. Oh, that's right. Yeah, okay. The web viewing was not reliable. You we couldn't use it if you wanted to watch something. I every wish you week. had the Inception button because I feel like there's some serious level kicking that needs to go on right now. <laughs> I, like, I got rid of it. When I, I think got we're my actually computer. in limbo. I think we descended into the bottom level. Unconstructed dream space. The unconstructed now. limbo is that Dante's ninth level yeah. of hell. And much and much like limbo for the listeners right now, God. time seems to be moving very very slowly. <laughs> yeah, people are just praying for the sweet release of death at this point. Um. Boxy, no so what was, so the, what's box? the point of the boxy conversation? The point of the boxy conversation is they released a new thing called the boxy TV this week. Okay, well, uh, an actual TV set? No, no, no. It, it's a it's another set top box, Roku, boxy, whatever, like all the others. Uh, but they're saying, look, apps, fuck that, is a terrible idea. It's not the way to go. What we're doing is we're putting a tuner in here. We're going to make it a DVR for HD over the air and unencrypted cable stuff like TBS. Right. So, what, what's their motto? Very funny. Very funny. Yes. <laughs> TBS. Um, it's like, you know when they say that? It's like when people say, I've got a good sense of humor. And as soon as they say that, you know, you know that means that they don't. Yeah. Because everyone thinks they do, right? Like nobody, nobody would ever admit to you, no, I, I've got no sense of humor. Everyone thinks they have one. Also, In fact, many, it's people, kinda sarcastic, many people don't. It's kind of sarcastic. Very funny. Uh, very funny. It's yeah. like a smirking smile. Yeah. yeah. yeah anyway, funny. the point is, Boxy TV, so over the air cable tuner. box now? No, no, it's not a cable box. It doesn't do encrypted stuff. So you can't watch any okay. pay TV on it, like ESPN or HBO or okay. A&E or AMC yes. so, or, or, or FX. Here's or, what you get for what you, $100. What can I watch then? For $100, you get a box that no longer can play local stored media stuff. So you can't right. connect a server to it. So you, you can't, can't connect hard drive to it. You can't read it. your ripped media or pirated media, as the case may what be. What it does have, though, is an coaxial cable, like what you get from your cable box, right. that you either plug in an over-the-air antenna. It comes with an antenna, so you get over-the-air HD signals. Or you can plug in basic cable, unencrypted cable, from the wall yes. to it, which will include your TBS and your, your local, like that. Your local networks, your local networks and, stuff, and stuff, yeah. stuff like that. And also Netflix, so there's Ethernet connection. Okay. But what the Ethernet connection primarily is for, and the reason they call it a DVR, is, for example, if I have the antenna and I can get sports, I can get you know, the local Fox channel, watch the Giants game or something. Right. And I want to record that. It doesn't actually store on the box, the $99 box. What right. it does is it processes it, and sends that video through my own home internet that I still theoretically pay Comcast for, yep. or whatever, to Boxy's servers. Okay. And if I want to watch that, then on the Boxy oh, you, then box, you can then stream it back stream down. Stream back okay. down or on an, uh, with an app. So it's like a remote hard drive for you. Your remote hard okay. drive, but you're using your own bandwidth. Right. That seems like it would kill your bandwidth. Yeah, really yeah. fast. If you, you want to store up. a two-hour show. Like two two hours of program. I would much rather just have an internal hard drive. Yeah, exactly. I don't like this product. And that's also if you want a DVR service, you're paying fifteen bucks a month. Yeah, I mean it's good they're trying something new, but I'm not. I don't see this working. So I mean that. So so their argument is and always has been. Look, ninety five percent of what people watch is on basic cable or over the air. Uh, if you pay us fifteen dollars a month for this DVR service, you can watch all that stuff. You'll have that. It'll be free, assuming you don't go over your three hundred gigabytes by Comcast or whatever. Right. And uh, then you can use the remaining remainder of the twelve hundred dollars a year that you normally send to the cable company minimum for you know your pay TV and all that stuff to buy stuff on iTunes or Amazon or wherever you you want to get it. So I mean, there is an argument there for people who don't watch a lot of TV or you know do whatever. But there's a lot what of stuff I, you just what, can't get, like yeah. the Food Network. Yeah. What if I, you know, I, I don't. I know I'm going to watch X number of shows a year. I know I'm going to watch Game of Thrones. I'm going to watch Curb Enthusiasm. I'll pay for those. 
But as a part of the package right now, I'm paying basically the same amount, maybe a little more to Comcast. Yeah. But I get the providence of, you know, serendipity of I'm eating dinner. and You're I paying a lot more to Comcast, just paying to be a lot, clear. But I'm also paying for internet. But I can turn so on you're TV. You're paying for internet regardless. You can't factor that yeah. in as a cost. I, I'm turning on TV and I could put on Travel's channel. I can put on how it's made. and You can still do that. It's not a show that I would you know, pay a la carte to watch. Yeah. But I can get it. It's but you can package. still do that if you're paying for basic cable. The point of this is you pay for basic cable or you just kill basic cable entirely. I I personally, I think that cloud storage for DVR is the dumbest thing of all time because it's going to. It's a terrible idea. You're going to cost upload on both sides and Comcast is going to stream people who do this. Yeah, I mean, seriously, why not just let me plug in a a terabyte hard drive that I buy for 99 bucks? That's the solution. Because they want you to pay 15 bucks a month to store on their cloud. And otherwise, what are you paying 15 bucks a month for? It's also like their Slingbox thing where, or not their Slingbox, but it's also like the Slingbox idea of that once it's on their cloud, you can watch it on your phone. I'm going to poo on this idea. I poo-poo it. I don't like it at all. The thing that that made me... A, it doesn't make sense to remove the media, the local media playback stuff at all. It's there. It works really well. I use it all the time. It's great. Um, I, I find it really odd that they would remove that and the apps, and then they make this product. I think that what they're trying to do is the the problem the Boxy's always had is that it's, it was viewed, I think, viewed in Hollywood as not a particularly legitimate product. Right. So because there was the piracy, it was angle, a product of this homebrew pirate box, right? Uh, of playing MKVs and all that kind of yeah. stuff. The the formats that are not encrypted and are mostly downloaded from BitTorrent or ripped to yourself. Yeah. Like if you go to Hollywood or any record industry and say, "Hey, the big feature here is like no DRM. There's no way to protect your content." They're going to tell you to fuck off. Right. Or I mean, even if it's playing locally con- locally generated content that's completely legitimate, they MPA doesn't think you should be able to rip your movies. Right. Um, so I think what they're trying to do is, is take this product legitimate. And it almost seems to me like a product that's designed to make investors say, oh, hey, I see what they're doing here. They're, they're yeah. cut the cable people, cut the cord people here. We should invest in them yeah, and give them yeah, money yeah. so that they can Just make like a new product. Just like when Napster went legitimate. How'd that work out? Uh, well, actually, they, they have a lot of subscriptions. Do they? Yeah, Napster. I, I never hear anyone say the word Napster anymore. I don't think anybody. I think it died with the with the Windows Media platform. But yeah, I mean, I, that, I don't think that. I think Napster. If you look at RDO as the natural successor, to, or Spotify as the natural successor to Napster, I think it's a perfectly you know. It's not you know, called Napster, but it's those the same product. streaming services, Xbox now. Microsoft what has what their else own. you got? I, I I've dismissed all of this. Okay. Microsoft has their own streaming service. We talked about that a couple weeks no, ago. The uh, the new Xbox one, Music. Xbox Music launched this week. Yeah. Oh, did it's it? Windows 8 only. Windows launched this week. Yeah. Windows 8 only, not going to be on Windows 7. So it launched 7. this week for so a platform that no one has yet. As as a well it's, it's available with the new Xbox Dash update which uh, came out 2 days ago. Oh, yes. did it? Oh, I got to update my Xbox. Yeah, I don't think anybody's noticed yet. I haven't seen anybody write anything about this so far. I got to check that out. Um, I, I like it when they do the full update. Usually usually it, some Oh, it's going to have the, it's got the browser and all that stuff Here's now, the right? thing though. Yeah, it has the browser, you can use voice controls. After like the second or third update to the Xbox dashboard, they've made it worse every single time. I don't think that's true. The last three have been Although bad. I downloaded a game for the Xbox the other day, the and, and, and I knew what I wanted, I knew where it was, fine. and finding it was just such a hassle. Yeah, you can't find it's what, a, it's you can't not find a anything. Great, it's not a great system. I guess you could talk to your Kinect, but like, God, I just feel like an idiot when I do that. Well, but even, even it just takes too many clicks to get to anything, and like the quick launch menu is still super slow, and I, I don't know. It's just Because they want me experience. to use Bing as a verb. Like, they so desperately want Bing to become a verb. It's never going to happen. Spider-Man uses it. In the movie, do you know how many? Do you, do you know Ooh. how many people say, "I'll just Google it," or I want, "I'll go and Google this thing"? Millions of people say that. Every day. You know how many people say, "I'm going to go Bing it"? No one. You know, I use Bing Maps on my iPhone since Apple Maps. We just started a tissue. It's really good company. 
the cell tissue, tissue alternate to Kleenex and try to get that to be the replacement for Kleenex. There's no chance. With some terrible word. Exactly. There's no chance. Um, so yeah, Xbox Live Music, it's out on Windows 8 only, which like I think that's probably more of a convenience thing than – I think it's probably because the app for Windows – uh, for Windows Live, Xbox Live Music is almost certainly a Metro app rather than a, d- a traditional app. Um, I, I think if they're thinking we're going to get people to buy Windows 8 to get Win- Xbox Live Music, that is a, 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 actually probably equal with the let's make Halo 2 and uh, Vista exclusive to get people to upgrade to Vista move. Yeah, I think that, those are both equally a, that was a, dopey. That was a genius move. Um, Let's see. Uh, new. So, have you tested the Xbox Dash update yet, Norm? I have not. Yeah, I haven't. So, I haven't the big features yet. are browser, right? Internet browser Explorer, is the big I, one, and yeah. another redesign. So, it's more Metro-y. Right. Well, sorry, modern. I'll download it when I get home. I'm keen to look at it. Um, the they discover uh, the scientists announced discovery of a new Earth-sized planet in uh, 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 surrounding Alpha Centauri B. Oh yeah, the first exoplanet discovered in Alpha Centauri. Alpha Centauri is the system. It's the closest planet. It's the closest solar system. S- star system uh, to Earth, four point five light years away. The closest to uh, our solar system. Yes. Uh, even though we have no way of reaching that right it's now, it's an infinite distance. If the, well, our fastest. It's not. Well, no, it's four point five for, for our current speeds. Our, our current I mean, maximum it, it, speed. It may as well be infinite yes. in terms of how I mean, we, how fast we can go. It, radio signals have reached there, but like the, our farthest reaching probe is barely leaving the solar system now. Right. Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson tweeted this morning. So it sounds like this planet seventy five thousand years. But it yes. sounds like it's just a big rock, right? It's, uh, well, we don't know. We have no a idea. Big rock. It's a big rock that's extremely close to Alpha Centauri uh, B. Well, it's in the it's in the sweet spot. No, it's not in the habitable zone. Oh, I thought it was in the habitable zone. No, 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 oh, no, no, no. Never mind, it, is, it is extremely hot. It is right up to the sun, but it gives hope that, like our solar system has many planets, yeah. that that Alpha may have other planets. Because it's very difficult to detect these planets. They have to use uh, microgravitational lensing. Uh, yeah, but it's either gravity, looking for the wobble. With the sun, wobble of the sun. Or light obscuring. From the, from the you, sun. Do you know planet, how that how that light obscuring thing works? It's really neat. I read about it a few when, weeks ago. When the, sun, when the planet crosses the sun, those certain wavelengths are, are not detected. No, no, it's not that. It's that they can detect. They have a they have a satellite that constantly watches a certain patch of sky, and um, they can detect the faintness of the sun from the transit of a planet, even though across the planet is between so us and thin. the sun. Are so small because the planet is tiny compared yeah. to it. So we have sensors that are they, they're in space. Obviously. Can you imagine if we ever did like unquestionably discover like an intelligent civilization out on another planet? Like it would like, obviously this is not exactly a new idea in science fiction, but yeah. like if it actually really happened, it would it would just be mad. So the okay, question well, is, what's the reaction? Okay. The re- I mean, it would just, it's just, I, you can't even one, begin to imagine one, it, would be not, it would change. We get everything. a radio. So you're saying we get a radio message from space, right. contact style. So here, here's. One There's has two, to be a two, planet. Two extremes, we're I think. Look, we're, we're looking for one look, still cataloging stars, then cataloging exoplanets, then cataloging planets possible, which we still not found in a habitable zone. Which a habitable think, zone is just where we think that there can be water based on be, the size of the planet and the distance from the distance sun from and the, the type sun. of the sun. That would be – I think we found – if we found a planet that was in a habitable zone in a close star nearby like Alpha Centauri, then we would start building those arc ships. Like Then, then like, we get some real – because then we colonize. But I mean, and then life, so microbial life, then intelligent life, which might not be in the same, you know. Well, I mean, you know, intelligent life could just mean like armadillo type exactly. creatures wandering right. around. But so I'm talking about step, people with buildings and space cars and shit like that. And they might look like something. What if wacky. it's just Pandorans? 
Wasn't yeah. that Alpha Centauri? No. That was Pandora. Oh, it was, Barnard, it, was, it, was, it was near Alpha Centauri. Yeah, it was, it was something in like nine light years away. Point, yeah. point, Vega. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. It's, uh, it it's, would be mad. Like all the religions of the world would freak the fuck out and instantly have to kind of retcon their religions to say, oh, yes, well, uh, our, God, way, our God created these people as well. That would all be mad. So do you think, do you think like as a, as a species, we would immediately all start working together to, to, you know, to, yes. make a concerted effort to send to probes out. and yeah. people to the to oh, this planet. Absolutely. Yeah. Or yeah, do you think, then, do you yeah, think we'd start building like, a giant fleet of warships? But then, what if it's like Battleship? Yeah. Well, I didn't see Battleship. <laughs> Is Battleship like? Well, it's like the war. Game? I mean, yeah, there's always the resources? worry that you know they would come. They would want to come. And what get if us? they're dicks? Yeah. Yeah. What do they want our resources? We got like we got a few years, right? Theoretically, I'm thinking more of like, but I, I would like to believe more in kind of a benevolent idea of like Vulcans landing and going, "Hey, uh, we, we're totally cool, and we feel like you've now evolved to a point where, uh, you know, we can uh, help you evolve, and we genuinely have no plans to eat you or anything. We just ha- want have some moonshine. You know, welcome to the galactic community, well, like a more positive Star Trek type thing." Like Carl Sagan's theory was that if you can evolve a species to the point that you can, you can, uh, you know, survive the potential holocaust of nuclear war and biological war and chemical war and all that stuff then theoretically you should be evolved enough that you shouldn't be warlike i, I don't believe that at all look at look at the world that we have now we can put a man on the moon we can land a a, a, a nuclear powered robot on mars yeah. and yet somewhere else in the same society wants to shoot a girl because she wants to go to school that's fucking bullshit we are still we're we're, we're capable of amazing things I, we're also amazing well, we haven't fucked up shit we haven't well. gotten past the point that we could kill ourselves with a nuclear war at this point I, mean, right, I think exactly. that's his point. Exactly, but I don't. But I don't think. I don't. But I don't believe that you just you just cross that tipping point where you can go to the other stars, and that suddenly means that everyone's enlightened and not violent or fucked up anymore. Like you would still be fucked up. Well, I mean, a lot of the. Th- I think the the social theory is that a lot of the problems that we have with with in other places are because there's there's poverty and Look, famine. We, we've and we've bad been things. we've been killing each other. Since the dawn of time, five thousand so years, right? Yeah. And I, if you look at how far advanced we are, you know, we, back when we were, like, were living in mud huts or whatever, yeah, it makes sense that we were killing each other. Now, but now we can go into outer space and we're still killing each other. So I don't know. Just because we can yeah, go but a bit just further into outer, outer space, space doesn't mean we can solve the food problem and the and the poverty problem. You know, it feels like I feel like in the the best Voyager episode ever, where oh, the, the Voyager's stuck in the planet that uh, oh, and they see the faster. planet evolve. Yeah, yeah, I feel like the guy in the first section where you, he's re- releasing the balloon up and right. he wants to appease the. This, the god, but you know he's never going to get to the cool, awesome part of the episode where you actually meet, you know. Voyager. But we don't really kill each Dan other. We, but we don't really kill each other over food and poverty. We kill each other over religion, and it won't be until we get past that that we'll stop killing each other. We will start killing each other over food. Don't worry about it. And gas. Yeah, there's plenty of time for that. Yeah. I played, oh yeah, I played Frontline. Um, so yeah, Alpha Centauri B, there's a planet, it's a earth size mass. The interesting thing is that the two different techniques, the wobble and the, and the lensing mm-hmm. are, uh, both well, one both measures kind of the minimum, one measures the, the maximum. So you, you, like, that's how you get a range about the size of the planets that you're looking at. Um, it's very interesting. And, and because of the transits being yeah, for the gravity stuff, it's the rare. maximum. Yeah, for the gravity stuff, it's the maximum. For the lensing, it's the minimum. Do you, and you can kind of get a ballpark. But do you from think? There. Do you think it would work the other way? Where if it's more like Avatar, so let's fight, let's say we discover a planet where it's like, say like a noble bron- Let's say like a Bronze Age society. Yes. and they're totally passive. And we by this point now have the technology to kind of land shit there. Yeah, they're fucked. So clearly, they have no. They they couldn't. We can go in there. Don't you think it would just be like the Native Americans all over again? We would yeah. just go in and just take their shit. Explorers Day. Have yeah. some space blankets. Yeah. It, it would. I think. Yeah, I, here, try this, this. Try this whiskey. But who knows? Fifty years, all things, all bets are off, right? I think we would just take their shit. Yeah, 
I think I, I, that makes me sad. And that's why I, I think if more powerful aliens came here and just started, decided to take us, take our shit, we wouldn't have any reason to complain. It's like, yep, this is just how the food chain works. V. Yeah. You would be a pet, right? Yeah. We um, would make great pets. Mm. Um, uh, TiVo Stream. Have you heard about that? Neither no, of you are TiVo users, are you? So TiVo Stream is something that I think should be built into TiVo, but it's pretty cool nonetheless. It's not a monthly fee, which is nice because sometimes they add monthly fees. But if you have a TiVo Premiere, any of them, uh, you can plug this box into your network. You can just plug it in at the router. And what it does is it adds uh, streaming to iOS devices, like live streaming of whatever's on the TiVo to iOS devices. Oh, okay, like a Slingbox? Um, like a Slingbox, but you just use the TiVo app. It's it's much a little All simpler right. than okay. that. Because uh, the Slingbox you plug into the into the the component outs on the on the back of your DVR. Yeah, this just goes over the network and grabs the files off the hard drive. Yeah, I like it because often often I've thought, you know, if, why can't I just throw? I have the content; it's there on my TV, yeah. live news or whatever. Why can't I just throw that to whatever screen I have? You know, in the so so that's exactly what this does. It means yeah. that if I'm wanna, if I want to play a game in the living room, then Gina can go with her iPad in the bedroom and watch whatever she wants okay, to watch I on like, the iPad. I like that a lot. But you're still using it over. Over Wi-Fi. Over wi Was it local Wi-Fi? Local Wi-Fi. Yeah, so you However, don't have any bandwidth. if you leave the house, then what you can do is say, okay, I want to grab these shows off of the TiVo right. so I can watch them on the airplane and cache them on the, on oh, the, on the iPad app. or iPhone. That's the TiVo great. App. I love it. It's yeah. brilliant. It's 130 bucks, which is a little bit expensive for what it does. All right. Like is I it, said, it feels it like it should be built in. Does it use their stuff or is it their servers or is it your No, it's all straight. off of your hard drive in the house. I, but you know what I might do is wait for the next generation of TiVo that would probably have that built that in. That would be my and guess. And get that. Yeah. yeah. That sounds great. I like that better. Um, but it'll work if you have multiple TiVos. It works with multiple TiVos. Okay. Um, I, I think I, I ordered one immediately. I want to see how it works. Yeah, it's cool. Um, I want to know how it works. But it seemed, it seemed pretty neat. All right, good. What so else? we'll do a quick look when we have I that. I want to minimize my monthly costs. Uh, so there's no monthly cost on that. That's why I don't use TiVo, I mean. Right, TiVo's an extra 15 bucks otherwise. Uh, although they are selling TiVos, those, those four-tuner TiVos with unlimited, uh, no monthly charge anymore. It's 800 bucks, which is a lot for a DVR, but uh, you don't pay the $15 a month lifetime. Uh, SNL did a tech talk skit this weekend. We want to talk about that. I didn't see it. I it was st- racist. I, I stopped watching. It was SNL. super racist. Super Dan- racist. The Daniel Craig one last week was so bad. Oh. I stopped watching SNL. I, I can't imagine the he's Seth MacFarlane one was good. Now he was great. He just got stuck with shitty material. Um, um, but I yeah, I saw anymore. a little thing. So what was what was the what was the basic joke so, they were making? So the basic joke was uh, t- a talk TV talk show where people from Wired and New York Christine Times and Gizmodo and Christina Applegate was the host. Right. Kind of in a Veronica wig, but I, I don't want to say that's real specific. Uh, came and interviewed a bunch of tech journalists about the iPhone 5, and they, they were basically just bitching about the scuff chamfers. Really oh, super. Oh, Scuffgate actually made it to SNL? Super, super Maps, pick, nitpicky stuff. Maps. Scuffgate. See, and you said he wouldn't be a big deal. And, and I was, then. That's right. And then what they did was they brought out, uh, what's his name? The guy who plays. Fred uh, Armisen. Fred Armisen. I love Fred Armisen. Who's great. And Portland, a couple yeah. of new people who uh, were Chinese factory workers, basically. Oh, okay. And so the joke was... Oh, the joke was you're arguing about a little ding on your first iPhone. First world problem. First world problems. thinking about yeah, these the people. Okay. It was, I'm tired of the whole first world problem thing. You know what? I live in the fucking first world. Yes, they are first world problems. You think thanks it's for, time thanks for, for the pointing that first out. world entitlement I am aware back. that there are people that have it much worse than I am. You're a regular Mitt Romney. Congratulations. No, that's, that's pushing it. Well, you know, you have a binder. I do not have a binder full of women. <laughs> Uh, and that'll do it for news this week. Uh, I don't think we're going to talk about the tech talk. I thought the skit was pretty funny, although it was super duper racist. Why I was think, it? Why was it racist? Well, anytime you have a couple of white people playing, oh, they had white people playing Chinese people. Yes, all three of them. okay, yeah. yeah, all right, and and like super, like it was it was like fifties style 
weird accent, funny bad accents, and it was really it was uncomfortable. Okay, I, uh, I think this, the Scupgate stuff should be put to rest. I think uh, the four and the four S kind of spoiled us in expecting that uh, iPhone because the four and four S. Aside from the crack, like dropping. Aside it breaking, from the fact that if you dropped it, it would explode. Yes. Yeah. They actually Other than kept that, really well. The metal band and the glass clean really well, and over yeah. two years, the yeah. force still looks great. I got my first condition. little scuff this week. Just got over it. But we forgot that iPod Nanos, iPod Minis, first iPod or iPhone, iPod Phone 3G and 3GS. After a year, using it for like a year, they look terrible. Yeah. yeah, 3G got scratched I, up to hell. I did have a moment. The first world problem thing, I guess it's kind of connected to that, but like I, I scuffed my, my phone for the first time this week, and I was like, oh, no, and I stared at it for like five minutes being really sad. And then like a voice in my head went, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Get, get over it. It's, right. Like If this is the biggest problem in your life today, you're doing pretty fucking good. Hey, high five, man. Can we do it like with space between? There you go. That was, that was great. Good talk. What else? Uh, I'm going to play the music, and then we're going to talk about what we've been testing. All right, good stuff. Hey, Norm, is that an iPod Touch in front of you on the desk, or are you just happy to see me? What? Wait, that is an iPod what? Touch. On, I did that wrong. Me that was bad. On, on the desk. This really is the worst New podcast New iPods ever. in the stores now. I don't think the Nano's there yet. Yeah, unless, it oh, it is now? Fine. It was oh, not my. there over last week. It's there now. Okay. Kind of it, was, it, was, it was there earlier this week because I saw it at the New York Capitol store. Oh, no, no. Just because they have it on display doesn't mean they'll sell it to you. Ah. They have them in the back, yeah. but they're not, they're not like... They're, they're not they go sale into yet. their like their bulky okay. like iPod Touch. Well, the iPod Touch certainly is because we have one right here. Yeah, this, this one went on sale Monday. Um, How do you like it? You've been using it for four days now, three days uh, since the weekend. I like it a lot. Okay, I think uh, unless completely unnecessary if you have an iPhone, new iPhone, obviously, right? Uh, but if you want a everything that's good out of iOS with all the apps, all the, without a contract, without or a contract, this is how you and do you have, it. Yep. Exactly. Uh, so, did you go running with it? Like this I is did. like the interesting thing for me is I like the old iPod Touch as a running thing because I felt like if I dropped it, it wasn't as bad as if I dropped my phone. Wouldn't well, you just get a Nano for a running thing? I prefer. I like the, the Nano Nike Plus. Shuffle. I like having an you app. Get Nike Nano Plus has, on a Nano. No no, 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 no. I'm just saying I like having the other. Like if you're doing like a Couch to 5K or something like that, there are a bunch of apps. Oh, or you run Zombies Run like the real, real app. Okay, yeah. right, right, right. A zombie Run, you can do on this just fine. Um, with the attachment on the bottom, this of course makes it more viable because you can put a little little strap yep, on the little lanyard. Which I like I, the strap. I don't know if I recommend <laughs> the. Said, uh, I said strap on. You said I know, strap I, on. I heard it. Yeah, I do not recommend uh, the uh, included strap because I think there's a risk that that could fall off eventually. If you just use the, your own little lanyard strap, uh-huh. that you could tighten and tie a knot at the bottom. You think I could use like a Wiimote? It's a good little innovation there. that little that little thing there. Yeah, because it, it depresses and yeah. you don't have to use it. It's yeah. neat. It's tactile. It's I love part. the uh, the color. The metallic colors. Really great. They're well, going to scuff like up design. real fierce. Nah. I, mean, I think this is what we can imagine the iPhone being in two years. As, as I said earlier, it's funny you know, how we, as soon as we got the iPhone 5, like the iPhone 4 seemed really heavy and thick. Looking at this now, the yeah. iPhone 5 seems heavy and thick. Because you can look at this and go, as Norm says, yeah, this is what, not the next gen, but like not the 5S, but the 6. This is what the, this, probably the 6 will look like, to feel like, and it feels great. That's always the case with iPod Touches. I mean, I, I hadn't handled an iPod Touch until the third gen, I think. And I picked it up and was blown away because it's tiny compared to a phone, especially yeah. compared to the 3G, 3GS. This one yeah. actually has a bigger battery than the previous iPod Touches. Uh, well, it's a bigger process, bigger screen, uh, bigger processor. Yeah. Good, uh, good, uh, good uh, iPod Touch so, this year. So the big change, I think, for me on this, aside from the lanyard and, and the obviously the new screen. And the colors. Is that yeah, – colors are great. Um, is that they didn't uh, – 
cut corners on screen or camera. I mean, they cut corners on camera a little bit, but it's the same screen as the iPhone 5, right. which is a huge improvement because the iPhone, the fourth gen iPod touches screen right. was noticeably inferior to yeah. the uh, iPhone 4. And as you say, the camera typically on the touch used to be pretty bad. Yeah. It seems like they've narrowed the gap a little bit. It's an the... iPhone 4 camera. It's, it's yeah. much better. Norm's yeah. been taking pictures yeah. with it. It's, it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, you've also been testing the original iPhone, Norm. A, a reader sent one into you. Yeah. Um, Hunter Pendleton. I, I guess I still have my Thanks, iPhone Hunter. one sitting around. Hunter sent me a iPhone one, and it is awesome. I, I mean, dropped mine. And it's only weeks it's only five years. It's only five years ago, but it seems like so much longer. I mean, it really feels like this is like an artifact from a, from another. I age. really find it very difficult to put myself in the same mindset as only five years ago. Two thousand eight, Norm. Two thousand seven. You were looking at that thinking that was the most amazing thing ever, which at the time it was, and yet now, just five years later, it seems like a dinosaur. This is amazing. Look, I I should scary, but the shutter. First of all, I I forgot that the first iPhone podcast. Remember, I forgot that the first iPhone right there has no touch to focus. Yeah, we didn't get that. Yeah. So I was trying to as I was trying to why isn't it it why isn't it not and also on the video if I'm gonna take a picture, watch the shutter. Picture it takes. He's going up. There he goes again. It kind of. It's almost yeah, like a slow, slow motion animation. Yeah. It comes in and then it goes out. Yeah. And you can yeah. see it. It's well, not let me, like, let me swipe swipe around the tiles a little bit because I mean I think it's good to have just have some perspective. It's still the thing is, even for the original one, it's still it's still pretty snappy. This is still snappier than like the most fucking Android phones that come out today. That's not true. No, it's not, not that's, that's true. Like completely untrue. I messed around with some Android phones in the AT&T store and they so had you're shitty there, responses. You're an expert expert. I am after. I am now an expert, okay. yes. <laughs> Very good. But you're right that the first generation Android phones moving around their home screen or the apps list, the application list, uh, was not smooth because it did not prioritize animation. I did play around with the and, Galaxy S3. Yeah. I have to admit, it's pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the UI, UI, the smoothness in the UI was priority for jobs when they were working on the iPhone 1. Right. And so, I mean, plenty of things were really slow in this. Web browsing, yeah. unbearably slow. Oh, yeah. Because it's on edge. Well, no, yeah. no. This one's on Wi-Fi, but I'm saying it's loading. JavaScript oh, even, loading. even when it's on... Loading uh, the web, yeah. web pages, really slow. Mm-hmm. But things that are not slow, it's moving around, scrolling up and down when yeah. a page is fully loaded or, yeah. do- or, or still, an email. Still pretty slick. And the keyboard. Keyboard, very responsive. What's, uh, well, I mean, remember, the keyboard on that was make or break because nobody believed that a touch keyboard could work at that point. So when, when it actually did, people were blown away. Yeah. Um, yeah, so iPhone. Oh 1. god, I still hated this. The headphone jack that you needed the, the recessed adap- headphone you need, you jack. You needed the adapter oh. for what the hell was? I that found about? one of those when I was cleaning up my garage. Threw I still, that right I still, I still have one. Yeah, I, well, I got rid of mine. I had two. Um, so let's talk about weight and scales. So the last like three weeks, I've been testing out this. Well, more than that at this point. But oh, yeah, have you lost this Wything scale? Um, I think I'm down. So I weighed in on Sunday morning. I was at two twenty point seven. Wow, so down five, like five pounds, pounds, which is down. No, I started out two two twenty. Well, when I started the month, I was at two thirty five a month and a half ago. But uh, when I when we started tweeting the weight, I was at uh, two twenty eight. So do you feel like this business of of tweeting your weight is encouraging you to to try harder? It makes me think every time I eat something that I'm thinking, oh, this is something I shouldn't be eating. Are people responding? Um, yeah, people, people are really nice. I was really stunned. I was expecting a lot of people to call me fat and be mean. Um, but people have been surprisingly cool about the whole thing. Like really like, Hey, I lost a bit. I mean, there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of people that say, Hey, I didn't think I could lose weight, but I'm trying because there's more encouragement out there than there is yeah. snark, which I like. Um, and then there's a lot of people that are like, Hey, this is awesome. I'm glad you're doing something yeah, to take care of yourself, taking responsibility. I'm using the Fitbit Aria, which I'm loading the app right now uh-huh. and it's sticking my info. Uh, it does track my weight. Does not even though I can input Twitter, it does not automatically tweet my weight so far. I thought it'll do a weekly update. 
Maybe it just does it at a weird time when you don't see it. But I do like the graphs. I've fluctuated between, uh, gosh. The thing is, tweeting your way after pounds. the fact is no good. It should, it should tweet every time you open a bag of M&Ms or something. Like, I don't know how it would do that. It should just know. Well, I have the Fitbit zip in right now in my watch pocket of my jeans, um, which is, it's actually really cool. I like it much better than the old, the big Fitbits uh, because it uses a watch battery and it, the battery is like a Tamagotchi. It, it is like a Tamagotchi. It has a little Tamagotchi. accelerometer and a, and a gyroscope uh, and a touch sensor, just a capacitive tap sensor on the front. Mm. Uh, and basically what it does is just tracks the number of steps you take. And I've taken 1,913 steps today so far. All right. Um, I'm trying to do about 8,000 or 10,000 a day. And um, it it uses the new low power Bluetooth profiles that are available. Yeah, we in the talked 4S about this the, the other week. Oh, yeah. I can't remember if we talked about it yet. Yeah, yeah, it's been really neat. Um, I wish I would, I kind of wish I'd kept the Fitbit scale so that I keep could keep sync, but I like the Wything scale better and it works okay. better on carpet. All right. Uh, so yeah, uh, it's it's Gina says it's like the biggest loser every week. So I go in and I think, oh, okay, well, let's see how I did this week. So I only went by myself once a day, once a week. Yeah, as you should. Um. And you know it's like a big surprise every week. How, how'd you do? Were you down five pounds this week? Oh yeah, that's great. Were you down two pounds? That's that's okay. Were you two down? Pounds, yeah. yeah, you know what? Pounds a week, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, no, nothing at all. Um, and people, a lot of people ask what I'm doing. I just, I'm literally just watching serving size. So I'm trying to eat slower because I eat really fast. And if you eat really fast, what happens is you fill up before you realize you you eat too much before you realize you're full. And uh, that's bad. The trick is not to put too much on your plate in the first place. Right. I mean, th- uh, four ounces of meat is a is a good serving, depending on if you're eating red meat or pork. I eat way more than that. Well, you're also 27 years old. So good luck. years old. Good luck. Time time captures all men. Right, Gary? Yeah. Either that or you die. Well, there's two, <laughs> I guess there's two ways to look at it. Um, Kindle Paperwhite, I've been using the hell out of mine. It's fantastic. Me too. Love it. I, uh, the only thing I don't like is the swipe to unlock on the lock screen. So you have to hit um, the power button and then you swipe. Yeah. And they do it that. It's like an unnecessary step. They do it so you have to look at the ad, but I think it's lame. Very clever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, everything- I don't, but again, I don't mind the ads. The ads really don't bother me. Sometimes it's actually an offer that you might want to take advantage of. I have signed up for three offers so far. Yeah, it works. One was free, free MP3s. $5. Yep. One was yep. Philip K. Dick books for a buck. That yep. was an easy one. That was one. a good one. And uh, I can't remember what the third one yeah. was. And the, and the device itself is terrific. And it's weird. It seems counterintuitive, but it's right. In daylight, in bright daylight, you actually want the light all the way up. I, don't, I never adjust the light. I put it – but at night – you want it way down. See, you, I, ju- you need just enough light to, to read, but not so much that it's like really bright. I, I keep it set on like two all the time, and I just uh, never okay. use the light during the night. I've, I've been I've been scaling it up and down, and I love it. There is the people are right. There is a tiny little bit of light leakage at the bottom, but it doesn't bother me at all. I think it's a, it, it's the as Kindles go. Yeah, I mean, again, it's hard to imagine how they're going to make them much better at this point. When it's so, when it's a device for doing such a simple thing, like what else can you really add to it? Yeah, I mean, every year you think it can't Color. get better. I don't think you need color for reading novels. You and, don't, and, and I like books. I like touch. I, the, the touch yeah. screen is really surprisingly very responsive. Um, I like the I like the capacitive touch much better than I liked the infrared touch last year. Mm-hmm. It's it's like yeah, the, it's great. I have yet to fall asleep and wake up fifty pages ahead because I left my finger on the screen. It's right. much smarter about that, that. That can happen. Yes. Um. So yeah, it's a it's a really great device. Uh, let's uh, unless we have anything else, I think we'll save that other thing we're um, going to talk about for fake outtakes at the end. What other thing? The New York trip stuff. Oh, well, I mean, but I could, yeah, okay, but I was going to do the TV thing was kind of like what we're testing, I guess. Oh, we can talk about the TV. So I saw for the first time, I was very jealous of you guys going to CES or whatever and looking at 4K, 8K TVs. Were you in Vegas then? He had a CES yeah, but pass. I yeah, but I didn't go to the show. <laughs> oh, okay. You had a badge and everything. No, I don't care. You could have just walked in. But I could also be doing other things like gambling and Fair enough. 
spas. Yeah, and food. massages. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, Legitimate concerns. Yeah. Uh, but so I was, we'll talk about the rest of it. But I was in New York City, and there's a big Sony flagship store on Fifth Avenue, and I and it said, "Come in and see a 4K TV." I'm like, "Oh, well, here we go. I've never oh. seen one." So there's a lot of flagship stores in New York. When we well, went, it's, it, I don't know if it's the flagship, but it's certainly a most biggest, most impressive Sony store I've ever seen. So when we went, we went to the Nintendo store, which was kind of sad, right? Because there was nobody store. there. Yeah, I would like to have gone to that, but I didn't. Um, and I went to the the Fifth Avenue Apple Store, which we'll talk about in a little bit, right? But you, so, what? Paint, I was paint just, the picture of Sony. Was, just, was there a bunch, were there a bunch of people? Just, there? I, was, I just went to visit a friend, and as I was walking back, I was like, "Oh, there's a big Sony store yeah. here." And I wasn't going to go in because you know I've seen a PlayStation, yeah. but I hadn't seen a four. I said, "Come in and see our 4K TV." I'm like, "Okay, that I would like to see." Yeah, because I've never seen one in real life. And again, it's one of those things that like screenshots of it are just not going to do yeah. it justice. So I wandered in. I said, "Where's the 4K TV?" And they went, "Oh, it's downstairs, way in the back." So I went in the back, and they have like a big, you know, private room. There was no one. It was very quiet. There's no one in there. In the, like, there were people in the Sony store, but not in the actual back section. Yeah, they, and they had it set up like kind of like you know futuristic, cool living room with like white leather couches and stuff. And there's no one in there. So okay, great. Sit down, watch it. It was an 84 inch Sony wow. 4K TV, twenty five thousand wow. dollars. LCD, I, I assume. Uh, I'm not sure. I okay. think it might be. I'm not. I, I don't know. I don't remember that. They, much. I think they only do LCDs. But it was a Bravia range, top of the range one, huge TV. And so I sat down for a bit and watched it. What were they showing? It one of those reels of like you know opera like you know symphony orchestras and and trolley cars and just like footage. a little bit of Casino Royale. Did you need before or... and after? No, there was no actual like real film like f- from a real movie. I'd like to have seen that. It was just like the kind of shit they show when they show off HD. Like here's yeah. some flowers. Okay. And here's some people walking around Vienna. Was and there a pan of like here's you know, here's a, here's a beach and sunset. No, they didn't. No, they didn't do the split screen comparison. Aww. And I'm, I wish they had because where I was going with all this was, I got to tell you, I it didn't look like night and day difference in, from 1080p to me. I was like, yeah, that's really high def. But if you told me that was just 1080p, I'd, I'd believe that too. Like, so it wasn't like, oh my god, the sharpness! It's so amazing. Well, it, it, it's with 84 inches. So if you have a smaller screen, right? If it was something like a 57 inch screen, right? With it's 1080p. If they put two sides, I think yeah. they should put a 1080p, 10, uh, 84 inch next to it, and so you can go, oh yeah, I can see the difference. But like yeah. as I'm looking at it, I'm I, I wasn't really seeing seeing it. So when they showed us that stuff, the the other thing is your brain kind of fills in detail. So if you're looking at a person, you know that they have hair on their face, then you kind of think, oh, that guy has a beard. And here's what the in my head, I know what a beard looks like. So when you're looking at the 4K, if you don't have the point of comparison, you 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 kind of fill in the details for yourself. And you're like, oh, this just looks like really great HD. I mean, look, I mean, I think and then this, you realize it doesn't. I think we're going to get better. there, and it's going to be great. I mean, these days, especially in this digital age, a lot of movies now are being shot. The native resolution of like Red and the new F65 and these high high end you know cameras is well, 4K. And the film transfer, the the scans for for transfers from film are right. have been 4K so when for these years. TVs in 10 years or whatever are commonplace, the way 1080p TVs are now, that will be the first time you're actually getting no totally lost video from the original theatrical version of the movie well yeah. no the, well 35 millimeter it's around 4k it's 8K. well but i'm talking about i'm, I'm talking about say movies that are shot on the red or yes. on the viper or on yes. the f64 those high-end cameras that will be a perfect pixel for pixel rendering of yep. the image and that's going to be cool i'm just saying i don't know how much better it's going to look than 1080p i don't um i think i think Whereas the jump the from projector and the compression too. Well, yeah, I was going to say the the jump from standard def to high def, to even seven twenty p ten AI, whatever, was immediately noticeable by most yes. people. I think you have to have like the difference between 
uh, uncompressed audio and and highly right. quality compressed audio, you have to have pretty specialized equipment the, and a good viewing. Uh, it's just weird because the difference between 480 and 720, you can see it immediately. But from 1080 to 4K, I. I I, yeah. It looked I really good, fair. but I wasn't seeing a big difference. I think it's going to matter much more for people who have huge TVs or projectors or stuff yeah. like that than for a dude who has a 50-inch TV or 40-inch TV in his So I didn't room. feel like dropping 25 grand on that. Oh, uh, did you think about I think, it? Yeah, well, I mean, even, even, if, even if they wanted to give me a free one, I'd be like, well, what the fuck am I going to watch on it? I, 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 well, can't, I can only watch people walking around Vienna for so long. So the big takeaway for us from CES this year was that upscalers – where upscaling was bad with 40p content – uh, you know DVDs or whatever to going to high def. I think we'll see much better experience with upscalers. Upscaling on is cool, but like we want you know the Just, next level of like real native 4K content. And that, that's years away. I understand, but what I'm saying is the effect of upscaling is much much better when you're starting with more data to begin with, and you have better processing, more power in the upscalers to actually when, do more stuff. When with do you, them. how how far away do you think the next? And whether or not it's going to be physical media, I don't know. But when is commercially available? 4K media going to be the th- um, a thing. Next it, it has to be physical media because you won't. You're not going to be able to download a oh, 70 yeah, be, gig file, right? So when are they going to be 4K green rays? What the um, fuck we're going to call it? When are they going to be next, in the stores? Next winter, you okay. think? I think that's they, we at, haven't heard anything from CES, a standards body or anything at, at CES this year. We'll see tons of 4K TVs. Yeah, a lot of upscalers, and one those TVs will go on sale in the summer, and we're going to need media. If that's the uh, case, then uh, the standards bodies and the and the and the content well, providers have to have been talking about it for the last three years. They're, they're piping it over HDMI still. New I, HDMI. I'm not ta- I'm not talking about bandwidth. I'm talking about DRM disk standards, menus, all that stuff takes forever for them to work out. Maybe not a maybe not well maybe some demo disk I, or maybe it's a maybe it's just a, a a new part of the Blu-ray spec. I think it's a new part of the Blu-ray. Spec. I mean, because yeah, there's Blu-ray no reason 4K or something. Right. I mean, Blu-ray they can do multiple layers now. So there's no reason you couldn't have a 4K yeah. Blu-ray. I think so. Then you have a six-disc. It's 3D, 4K, 4K, right. 3D, DVD, could, ultraviolet, digital copy, six and get, discs, and we get and we get to buy all our favorite movies all over. I'm not buying. Oh, hey, good for me. Again. Book of Eli was shot in 4K. Oh, there you go. They'll re- re-release it in 4K and get some get some cash. There you go. <laughs> it's good. Good that you're you're such a humanitarian, Gary. As long as I get my rake off, uh, I'm going to play some music and then we'll answer some questions. Emails? Well, but we do the other one. Emails. It's, you know, we don't do emails, we do emails. No, 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 no. Questions. Boom. If you have a question for This Is Only a Test, the email address is podcastattested.com. Uh, send it in 45-second chunks. Uh, under a minute is the maximum. Make sure it doesn't sound like you're recording from the bathroom of a train. Here is our first question. Hi, Tested Crew. Andrew from St. John's, Newfoundland and Labrador, Canada here. A little hometown trivia. St. John's is the oldest city in North America with the earliest mention going back to 1519. And it is the capital city of Canada's youngest province, having joined the country only in 1949. I have a question about using two iPhones with one Apple ID. And I haven't found an answer online. But I do remember that Will had mentioned him and his wife were using the two phones with a shared ID. Does this cause any complications with iMessage, now that it is tied to the Apple ID, or any other functionality on the phones? My wife is a new iPhone user, and we'd like to have access to the same apps and content without mixing up uh, any of our messages. Thanks, and always be testing. So you, I, you, you do this, don't you? Yes, yeah, so I thing? do this. Um, we, I dug into a... Uh, is that... Within the terms of use? I don't care. Um, I mean, if I bought a DVD, then my wife and I would both be able to watch it. 
So, you know, if I'm buying videos from Apple, then we should both be able to use them on our fucking device. And if they haven't caught up, then that's not my problem. Um, so here, here's the situation with that. There are, I think, nine different places that you can put your Apple ID into iOS with iOS 6, 5, whatever version we're on, 6, 6. Um, it, what you do if you want to do this is you set up the phone at the beginning and give both people an individual Apple ID. So you have one for your wife and one for you. Then once the phone's set up, once you've gone through the initial setup process and you're ready to use uh, the App Store or whatever, you go into the settings app and open the App Store and iTunes sections of the of the settings app and change the login for the one that you share whether it's yours or hers it doesn't matter but you can set individual logins for app store and music store and game center and home sharing and airplay and all the other places you have to put in your apple id i tell you the whole app the whole business of, of apple ids and how you manage them and oh how they apply God. the yi to it's a fucking nightmare it's it's i mean it is like there's a reason they don't say it just works anymore. No, because it doesn't just work anymore. That stuff is a nightmare, and it's nobody explains how to set it up. I have I started to write a guide uh, the week before iOS six came out to explain all this stuff, and it's like five thousand words, and I'm probably two thirds oh, of the way. I remember done. when it when it, when it first came out, and I was trying to get my, figure out my Apple ID, and it was I had reading so many articles, and no nobody knew what the fuck was. It's just bad. Yeah, well, Apple, and, Apple really dropped the ball with the whole Apple ID system. It's it, just complicated and confusing. I mean, in fairness, part of it's not their fault. The content restrictions stuff. Is is the big is a lot of the, right. the problem on the content side, right. but the rest of it should be a lot easier. Yeah, and it's not. Yeah, it's bad. Um, so yeah, that'll that's question. Uh, the answer is set it, each one up individually so iMessage and FaceTime and all that stuff work. And you don't because you don't want to share calendars and contacts with iCloud. That's annoying. Um, but but yeah, then go in and change it manually for the things that you want to be different. Uh, like the, the that you want to share between the two devices, like the I, like iBooks, iTunes. App Store, all that stuff. Uh, we got one more question. I'm going to play it now. Hey, Tester Crew. I'm Simon from Sheffield, England, also known as City of Steel. Before I ask you a question, first, or would you rather? Would you rather be able to have the power to turn back time for 10 seconds for the rest of your life? Or have the ability to teleport within to a destination within 100 miles of your current location that can only be used twice a day? Um, the teleport can only be used twice a day, and the turn back time power can only be used twice a day and the reverse cannot be stacked, so you can't go back in time for 20 seconds. My question is about smartwatches. Do you think that smartwatches are a good idea, or just a worthless overuse of technology? Thanks, guys. And always keep on testing. So, time uh, teleportation, no doubt. Oh, see, I take the go back in time. You can I, be infinitely wealthy in like a week with going back in time 10 seconds. It's true. Well, 10 seconds is... It's more than enough. It's barely. No, no, because you, you just hook into the trade system. Like you, that's, when you look at when you look at them cutting milliseconds off of off of yeah, in the lines. hands of like someone that knows how to you know yeah. In the hands if of I had that power, how to, I would learn yeah, how to you'd do go, that you'd stuff go find quickly. like a broker or yeah. something and figure yeah. out. Yeah. Be like, hey, you, you would be infinitely wealthy for. I have you, a system that can't miss. Right, you would do it for a week because yeah. you can only do it twice a day when the exchange is closed, probably. But or twice a day, you'd be wealthy. They let you get away with it for a week, and then they shut down your your ability to trade. I, think, I would. Um, well, you'd have to be careful about it. You're much more, See, much more ambitious. You're not going to make that much money. Over- I was just thinking about like if I drop my phone or something. Well, there's that too. Or if you say something dumb. But it'd be great, like watching sports. You could, you could rewind and go. I think he's going to kick a 46 yard yeah. field goal here, and he's like, that just fucking happened yeah. twice That'd a day. Yeah. Uh, teleportation, hundred miles. That's not enough to get you from here to L.A. But the time takes to travel, you'd gain 
in travel time, commuting time alone. You'd have an you, hour. You would definitely want to save day. it though. Like you'd be, yeah, really, but, you'd be really pissed off if like if you chopped your finger off and then, but you've burned your two things, just telling people to fuck well, off. You only use one a day. The other one's in reserve. Yeah, you yes, have one yes. one fun one a day and one yes. that is right. for emergency. See, that's why I think you'd be okay. You wouldn't get caught. You just you'd have to do some shit trades. But if it gets and to like, do some occasional real monster. But it's kind of like, just because you go back in time. If you cut off your finger, just because you go back in time doesn't mean you're going to get that finger back. Yeah, you do. Yeah, because because you go back to ten and you just you say, hey, don't off. cut your finger yeah, off, just don't dumbass. Do it. No, yeah, you so know like, what's like going to happen. It's like the dagger of time. Yeah, that's exactly he what it didn't is. Specify that. He should that's not, that, if I, the implication is, if you go why, back in time, why, why does your body revert in time? If you keep the memories, then your body's not changing. Well, then if you don't keep the memory, you're just going to keep. Are the there going to be two of you? If you don't keep, no, the, your it, bo- but it's you if you don't keep the memory, you are, you're going to be stuck in an infinite loop. You <laughs> no, no, you replace you replace who you are. Yeah, with the knowledge of what happens ten seconds like in only, the future. With, if you have the knowledge, you also have your body. No. No, Why is no, it just no, your brain no, no. that goes back? But if I, if, I chop my, real if I chop my finger off and mm-hmm. go, oh shit, well, I better go back 10 seconds. I go back 10 seconds, but I don't remember that's what happens. I'm going to fucking not, chop my finger off again. Exactly. So your body. No, no, if no. If your no, brain no, goes no, back no, in time, no, your body no, has to go no, back no. in time because your brain and your body are the same thing. You're, you're, you're applying a level of reason that makes this no fun. That, no, it, which, which makes my, my answer more correct. No, the, your answer is still the wrong answer. Because if, if, you, if, you if you can go back in time 10 seconds, you don't have to work again. So your daily commute is irrelevant. Don't you think also, though, if you got to the end of You'd the day. You'd be Howard Hughes. If you, got, if you got to like 11.59 and you know that midnight is when it rolls over. Yeah. And you haven't used your emergency one. Yeah. You would just tell someone to go fuck themselves and just, just, yeah. just, just, just to use it. I would walk up to a, you'd walk up to a cop, punch right. the cop in the face and then 10 whoa, seconds Whoa, back. whoa, whoa, hold on a you minute. You jump what? 10 seconds. I, I mean, you punching, find a bad cop. Punching cops. No, you do something that you're never going to be able to get away with in the real life. But why would you want to punch a cop? I'm just saying, it was just an example. Well, you you can punch also, a kindergarten teacher but this is also, Same thing, something really I, anti-social. I would rather have the one for the two times a day, one is a fun use one and one is, a, is always a... Uh, I don't have to choose when to use it, but it's always an emergency feel safe. So if I, <laughs> if bodily harm comes to me, like if someone shoots me in the head, I can't say go back in time. And the hundred yard, and hundred yard thing. How specific seconds. can I be? Can I like hundred beam miles. Hundred miles. miles? Can I beam in? So can I beam into a bank vault? Yeah, why yeah, not? Exactly. Well, then then you have that. to steal. Exactly. That's against the law. Yeah, I don't want to do that either. You don't want to get caught. But of course, if but you get caught, stealing. you can get beam out. You're stealing. No, I'm not. Stock I'm manipulating the system. I have a technological oh advantage. Technically, yeah, it doesn't matter if you get caught because they won't be able to hold you for more than a day. Right. Here's the other problem with the teleportation exactly. thing. Teleportation. And also, it over goes. time, you could technically go 200 miles a day. Over time, you could probably get pretty far away. Here, here's the problem, <laughs> yeah. though. Well, yeah, and if you and if you stack plus, it, plus, if you plus wait until like 11:58, plus add in your actual travel time, like actually do the traveling and then jump the extra mile, 100 miles. Well, but the ocean, you have a real problem because you can't use it. Like you can't get across oceans. You can't get across oceans. No, you right. just have to swim. You have to take a boat. Yeah. Um, Always be within 100 miles of a city. Although a really smart like, FBI profiler would figure out the pattern. No. And Isn't be this like, what Jumper hmm. was? Kind of, yeah. Jumper could be everywhere. Here's, here's, the problem. here's the problem with your power norm. Okay. Is that your power is convenient to other people, whereas going back in time 10 seconds is useless to anybody that's not you. So yeah, so I'd rather be magnanimous, be some, have no. power that's that doesn't fit, you, that doesn't fit and, your profile at all. Hey, and Norm, other people, Norm, I really want a taco. Would you go get us a couple of tacos and come right back? You know, I want a taco right now. I'll see you in three minutes, please. Would you? You know, nah, you're not going to use your power it. for anything today. Nah, I want to be. Yeah. I want to be. I, I think I just want to be greedy and have both. I want to be able to get you to get tacos, but then way, smash so it in your face <laughs> and then <laughs> rewind <laughs> it ten seconds. Here's your taco, motherfucker. <laughs> no, no. Sploosh. But see, the thing is, you can do that. Norm goes and gets the taco, 
hands it to you, you smash in my face, and then I'm so you're, there, So like, the thing is, you're, the, the argument you'll make is going back in 10, 10 seconds would be pointless. Like, so I smash the taco in Will's face, go back 10 seconds, but he's still got a taco in his face. He doesn't. Because you go back in time 10 seconds, you have the enjoyment of seeing yourself smash a taco in his face. His body doesn't... You go back 10 seconds where he's like, oh, where's my taco? But you I don't, just have, you're, I don't you're think just you understand how time travel works. Yeah, you, I saw yeah. Looper. You need to read you that. You, no, I haven't seen Looper. Oh, okay. You need to read that Ryan Johnson post on uh, yeah. on um, time travel about if you're going, the four four problems with time travel. It was a good post. If on you're going back in time, it's 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 like the Omega Eight in I think that's what it was called in uh, in Galaxy Quest. Okay. In Galaxy okay. Quest, there was a magic machine. You go back in time. A plot for device. Eight seconds, because eight seconds is enough to save your entire ship, and you use it once, and so the world. Like it's just like the dagger of time. You see the world. Who, he who holds the dagger sees the world revert. Right. So Jake Gyllenhaal comes back from dead, even though he's stabbed. But the guy who holds the dagger, his brother, sees nothing. You know, sees the world shift. Ten, whatever ten seconds, however long you'll release the sand. But if you're injured, the world's shifting, but you're staying injured. I don't. I don't buy into this theory of time travel. Let's, I believe let's put it out that, to the viewers and the readers. If you if you had the machi- if you had the t- plot device which let you go back in time ten seconds so that you retain the memory of everything that happened that ten seconds, yeah. Do you also retain your physical? The beam? memory is just a collection of of electron electronic and chemical signals in a chunk of meat. Exactly. There's no the reason meat, that the meat, ha- very the meat doesn't. Ha- the meat is just the fucking is the medium. It's not the. It's RAM. What you're talking about is RAM. You don't so have to have the RAM, the RAM sticks. I can copy something from one piece of RAM to another. What we're saying is copying the state from ten seconds in the future to, oh, the, to the to the meat ten seconds back. But so you're, you're just, adjusting the brain. It's, it's chemistry, man. It's simple math. Mm. Let's yeah. move on. Okay, uh, that'll do it for questions this week. If you have a question, it's podcastattested dot Did we're, the guy actually have a question? Or yeah, is it question. Just what do you think about smartwatches? Thanks a lot, Will. I think they're dumb. I'm less, I think they're less dumb now that the iOS supports them right. But since you can't have inter-app communication on iOS and I'm an iOS guy, then I, I still think they're yeah, I don't want to check, not, I don't I'm not check emails on a watch. Uh, watch. All bets are off. I, I ordered time, a so meta watch. Let's, let's move on. Uh, I'm going to play some music. We're going to do fake outtakes. If you have a question, it's podcastattested.com. Uh, actually, I guess I don't have to play music. That's the end of the show. Do you have anything? Uh, Gary, episode four of Walking Dead is out now. Walking Dead, episode four, Around Every Corner is out now That's for this- uh, PlayStation, Xbox 360, PC, and Mac. This is the one you wrote. The one I wrote? Yeah. Came out uh, uh, about a week ago. It's been just, getting rave just, reviews. Just came out today on PlayStation in Europe. Yeah, been yeah. fantastic reviews. I'm almost caught up. I finished all of two, and we started on three, and then fell asleep the other night. Yeah, so. you got some bad shit coming I, your I, way. I, I, after you said, I said two was the most horrible thing I've I've had to do in a video game to date and every, then you said that's nothing compared to three. every episode I just had of to the stop. walking dead is the most horrible until the one that comes after it it's great so yeah it's great you should check it out it's great i'm very proud of it very relieved to see that we got a lot of you know great uh got a lot of nine and ten reviews which that's is great amazing. and awesome. uh, tremendous uh, reaction from the community so yeah it worked out good um and then five will be just around the corner right i don't know if you're guys are talking uh, about that five they're, cr- they're working on it right now and you know they'll they'll put it out as soon as it's ready excellent and uh, you'll see you were in new york comic con last weekend for panels that available online anywhere can you um, can people i don't go know see that? they recorded it i don't know if they could put it up but it was a great experience he asked me to moderate a panel uh, for this new uh, uh aliens it's aliens, aliens colonial marines. aliens colonial marines uh developed by gearbox who did the borderlands games and to yeah, be published by sega mikey wrote it mikey newman wrote it randy yeah. pitchford you know is the the head of gearbox and he asked me to moderate the panel it was all the gearbox developers and lance henriksen who played bishop in, oh, in cool. aliens was pretty cool he was a really really nice guy is he part of the game yeah he plays bishop in the mm, game excellent uh, which was very cool and he was a really nice guy and uh, I forgot. I asked him about his previous video game. Where have you done it? He goes, "Oh yeah, I was in a bunch of games." 
He and, was in uh, Halo or something. Wasn't he was it? in Mass Effect. Mass Effect. That's and, right. he, he, and he actually went hack it out. And I was like, oh, that's nice. so cool. Oh, he's Admiral Hackett. He's Admiral Hackett. Wow. Yeah, Never he did, guessed he, that. He dropped a hack it out that was just so perfect. Everyone went, oh shit. So I've got a I've got an Android question for Aliens Universe. I don't know the answer to this. What? Are there multiple versions of each Android? In yeah. Aliens? So in so in the game. He doesn't play the exact same bishop. Oh, he just plays another he, he bishop. He plays another bishop that gets sent in with the rescue team okay. that's sent in after the one of the Just movie. like in the uh, the Prometheus promo material when you see like David. There's a whole range okay. of bishops. Yeah. And he also plays Michael Wayland, who you might remember from the end of Alien 3. Right. And you realize that the bishop android model is based on it's Michael Wayland. In his, he also yeah, plays his Michael Wayland in the game. Yeah, there's a lot of God mythology in Alien 3 too. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's, he shows up in um, one of the AVP movies. Yeah, too. yeah, we but that's not – they're not canonical. Oh, they're not canonical? They are not. Oh, that makes me really happy. I'm glad to know that. Uh, so Is that's Alien all... 3 canonical? Yes. Okay. Yeah, Alien 3. The, the four Alien movies are. The Predator ones are. Yeah. The fourth one is too? Yeah. Wow. It has uh, to be. So that and was great. And I had a tr- I enjoyed very much wandering around uh, New York Comic Con. Cool. I've uh, never been to New York Comic Con. Is it the same as San Diego? It's or? very it's much. Getting, it's getting huge. There. I wandered okay. around. People said this was as big as San Diego. It's not. It doesn't seem that big to me. And then I realized it was in the overflow hall. Oh, and she wandered no. into the main hall, which is just massive. Yeah. And it's as big as – I think it's as big as San Diego. And do they have like the big time panel there like they have in Hall H as well? They, have, they have a big theater where they had the big screenings and the big trailers like and the big Firefly, Walking Dead type and, panels. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Uh, so I mean, it's definitely. I think it's the second biggest one behind San Diego, but it didn't seem to be by much to me. I mean, it's, it's not the same organization that runs it either. Norm, anything to plug? Uh, yes, on Octobercast, I will be every hour, or maybe every more than every hour, opening a sealed pack of Marvel 1993 masterpieces trading cards. Why, Are you going to let guests do that, that if for? they want to? Oh, because I I relish trading cards. When I was a kid. In the early 90s, I don't know if you guys ever had this in school. Should we play the Trading music and talk about this in, Marvel. in, in uh, fake outtakes? Yeah. Oh, I thought we were cast. in fake outtakes. Yeah. No, I haven't played the music yet. Oh, let's, let's play the music. Go on, then. Okay, I'm going to play the music. Today's outro comes from Falco Eagle. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Come back next. Uh, no podcast next Thursday. Well, yeah, we will not do a podcast we'll be before Octobercast. Octobercast. We'll be girding our loins for the 24 yeah. hours of awesome to come. 6 p.m. October 26th. Pacific time, oh, we will start dreading it already. No, no, it's something to be relished, cherished, and loved. See you guys next week. Hi there, I didn't see you. Test it. Rub Joey Norm. Oh. Rub Joey Norm. No. Norm Rub Joey. Is that what goes on when I'm not here? I don't remember what that's from. Rub Joey. Rub Joey Norm. For good luck. Or Genie. Was genie he? Oh, he was the Genie Powers. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Genie All right. Powers. Um. So, sorry, you were talking about uh, your October Two plans. things. Trading uh, yes. Uh, when I was in, when I was but eight years old, hottest thing in elementary school were trading cards. Marvel Comics trading cards. Okay. They sold they, hundreds of thousands of of boxes, millions of packs of trading cards. They're kind of expensive. You Are trading card cards always a scam? Kind of. Looking yeah. back on it now. They're like four bucks, three bucks, four bucks a pack. You get six cards, basically almost a dollar a card. And you, it's, it's, it's a gambling thing because you want to collect all the cards. Yeah. And, but, but there's some art. low percentage cards in there. 
exactly. You had to buy, and it was expensive back then. It's like magic cards, except you actually couldn't play a game with them. Just did collect. you get gum with them, or is it just the cards? Just the cards. You put okay. them in a they binder. Didn't have the rock hard gum. No, I some like of the them would have foil, gum. foil like shiny cards. You always oh, want yeah, the those are the prestige ones. ones. And you'd buy binders and have the sleeves right, right, and right. put them in and get the checklist and everything. But it's expensive. You buy a card and you can like maybe afford a couple packs of cards a week, like a month or something. So which were the crap cards? It was like Daredevil, a good card or a bad card. Yeah. Uh, Daredevil was pretty common. Like the, I think Spider Man was pretty common. It was always like the cool, like Silver Surfer card was the the, the rare ones. Yeah, uh, Wolverine was probably a Scrolls. rare one. Were Scrolls yeah. even the thing yeah, yet? No, they were they were okay. totally a thing. Um, it's awesome being an adult. So you I got just, like some vintage cards. I, could, I just went on eBay and for twenty four <laughs> bucks bought a sealed pack of a sealed box. Thir- sealed box of thirty. Oh, so they're not like super expensive or anything? No. Awesome. No, the secret of trading cards is that they they peak in value the day they're released, right? And then they go down from there. Okay. All right. Yeah. So you're going to open some of those. I'm open some of those and show off some art. All right. Very on, good on camera. Uh, also, uh, guns for kids. Guns Wait, for kids. What? Guns for kids. Joey. I don't know if you know this. Joey is Joey committing. Familiar. Joey, our, our producer, and for, for Octobercast. While he's producing Octobercast and running the camera, a thousand push-ups in 24 hours. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Push-ups. Yeah. Uh, we're training. We're on a break day right now. I'm training Joey. Uh, I'm doing push-ups too. We're up to 50 push-ups an hour. I do not do right 50 now. push-ups an hour. I don't do 50 push-ups in my life. Yeah. Um, I, could not, I can do about 30 all day, maybe 40. And uh, today's a break day, but we're working all his muscle groups. We're going to make sure he's on a low-carb, high-protein diet. All right. And we're going to commit to 1,000 for 24 hours. You say we, but you mean Joey. Joey. Yeah. Me as a trainer. Yeah. In the corner. So you're like, you're like the, Burgess Meredith. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, if this was Mike Tyson's punch died, out, you're the I fat died in guy the third in the movie. pink jumpsuit. We should get you a pink jumpsuit. And, uh, or like that guy from Remo Williams. Yeah. Guns, for, guns, guns for kids. Yeah, that's what we're calling it. Guns for kids. That's the hashtag. Right. So uh, this year, last year, basically, we just did a sh- normal show and talked to a bunch of people and had a bunch of kind of weird stuff going on. This year, we are going to have innovative new ways for you to commit to donating money to Child's Play. In exchange for watching us suffer. Yes, we have some good good things. Right. So Joey's going to do push-ups. Hopefully we'll get people to donate a certain amount of money per push-up. I don't think we would ask for a buck per push-up because that's kind of a lot. And if he does a 1000 it could cost you a lot of money. Uh, we're also going to have some – we have had some people donating some amazing stuff yeah. for us to auction off. Yeah, we're going to have some good stuff. Um, we let's, have at not, least, let's not – We're not no, going to spoil no, that now. No, um, we do have some good stuff. The kickoff post is on the site. So if you want to find out how to donate, You can donate you can. right now. You can get yeah. that start. Yep. Um, I think maybe if we hit like a thousand bucks, we might do something silly before before the show starts. Okay. Um, and we have a bunch of great guests. Jeff Green's coming back. Jeff Gersman's coming back. Uh, I think that's all the Jeffs we have. But we have some other guys coming that we're still working on, like final detail scheduling. Adam's going to be there. Um, uh, who else? It's a good show all around. It's going to be good. Yeah. Don't want to give away. Really looking forward to it. Um, and I'm going to give myself off. I'm going to give myself the 20, 24 hours off diet. So I'm going to eat a lot of junk food. Yeah. I'm going to eat a lot of sugary snacks. Yeah. So you're going to get hyped I have up a on lot sugar. of green tea Kit Kats. Pret, pretzel M and M's and green tea Kit Kats. Oh, pretzel M and M's. Can we go? Can we go to one of those stores and get like a big box of green tea Kit Kats? I have. He already has them. All right. Brilliant. Yeah. Pretzel M's might be too crunchy for the show. I don't know if I can allow that. I'll I'll step away from the mic. Okay. Taste stuff with the mic to eat my green tea. We painted the set. We've got set decoration coming. We're putting up some shelves. We're going to have all sorts of cool stuff in the background. We may have some special surprises, um, some memorabilia from the home office. I don't know if that's going to get here in time or not. Quite wonderful. uh, We could not be more excited about it and hope you guys will join us. Nor, uh, let's talk about your New York trip because you went to the, so you followed in my footsteps. Kind of, well, not literally, but yeah, no, I, literally. I, I went to New York shortly after you were in New York. So, it's a big city. So on Sunday, right before we left, I, I hadn't gotten to walk around New York much and, I just on the way back from Maker Fair, 
I was just like, see you guys, and I hopped off the train at the yeah. Grand Central Station yeah. on the way back from Queens. And my plan was to get up and walk the like eight or ten blocks or whatever it is to the Fifth Avenue Apple Store, the Cube, the the the, the big one, the famous one, the yeah. famous one. Uh, and I got to the exit and it was just pissing rain, mm. really, really hard. I of course didn't have a raincoat or a, or an umbrella. Yeah. Uh, so I said, oh well, oh wait, there's an Apple Store here in Grand Central, so I'm gonna go check that out. And I couldn't right. find it at first. It was a little tricky. Right. And it's it's a it's it's unusual. It is. It's the strangest Apple store I've ever been to. Because, so the way the big main hall in Grand Central Station is, it's just a big open area. You've seen it in movies yeah. and stuff, I'm sure. Um, and then there's these ledges around the edge, and a couple of the ledges have just, just like walkways, mm-hmm. and then two of them have an Apple store. Right. It's just built right into the open architecture of the station. There's no walls. You don't really walk into the store. It's just, it's just there. It's like an open air market or something. The, the only way you know it's there is that there's a there's a piece of plexiglass with a lighted apple. In the in the plexiglass, like a, a piece of glass that's just vertical on the stairs as you go up. Right. That's a that's a lit apple. Um, and then it, there's no doors or anything. It was super weird. I guess it's open 24 hours. Is what people told me. Right. Um. But but it's an Apple store in the middle of a train station. It was. I I mean that's all yeah, I got. It's, it's great. Real weird. It's it's architecturally very interesting. I didn't get to go to the cube. So I ended up taking the train up to the cube and got out of the rain and walked the two blocks from the train station up there to the to the cube. Um, and it's really neat, but it's big. We talked about it before. Yeah, and Grand Central Station just itself is one of the just oh, one it's of the amazing, it's the most incredible place. I actually feel a little weird that there's an Apple store in the middle of the 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 station. Like I yeah, like it is. A place it that is a bit, even as a big Apple fan, I'm kind of like this is a bit weird. Yeah, but Grand Central is an amazing place. Yeah, uh, did, um, did you ride the train at all or no? No, I I love I love just walking around New York City. I think it's one of the great walking cities. Short blocks, yeah, short blocks, and just I, 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 there's always something to see. Yeah, food carts are just just keep eating the whole time it's all downtown did you t- take uh, eating tips from norm do you know your food no i ate at white castle and i just ate at random food trucks i don't have the time to play norm's fucking i didn't eat at white castle. Like, oh you've got to go conditions. to the you've got to go to the special halal truck but it can't be like there's fake ones trying to trick you like fuck that i just want to eat something i don't want to go to all that See, i told you but i did eat in the dining so awesome. i, enjoy ate, the I ate in the underground dining concourse at grand central station which is really cool so you the food court yeah, I the underground court. dining court concourse. That's the nicest way I've ever heard anybody say food court. But it's a really nice food court. What, what, do they like the best Panda Express ever? Yeah, I actually ate at the not the Panda Express. It was, it was, it was a Panda Express type place, but it was oh, really good. Oh my goodness! They had, like really good, they had a really good okay. Indian place. They have good food down there. Okay. Uh, and I did eat at White Castle because it's white. Anytime I say White Castle, I got to eat there. I'll have a sa- get a sack of White Castle burgers. I haven't had White Castle in so long. It was good. They have new jalapeno crispy White Castle sliders that are so good. Have you ever had Crystal in the South? It's like White Castle, but it's the Southern. So you can get uh, no. chili on your on your, no, on your white castles. Um, I didn't. I did eat from a couple of. I got a couple of heroes from a couple of food carts, and okay, mostly just ate on the run. I didn't really have a lot of time to like sit down and. You really were kind of in meals. and out real fast, yeah. right? Yeah, uh, but it was great. I went so I went to Grand Central, went to New York Public Library, which is amazing. Uh, just wandering around there, felt it was just really great. What else did I do? Obviously, went to Comic Con, um, and that was pretty much it. I was I was really only there for a couple of days. So I didn't have a lot of time to explore, but I love. You know, New York. New York City is just great. I it's love it's it. fantastic. I wouldn't want to live there because it does. After a while, it's like, yeah, this is a bit bit much. But it's a fantastic place. To the visit. city closes in on you. Yeah, um, well, like my hotel was right by the Empire State Building. We we um, I bet you had a tiny. I mean, it's it's weird. The at the Midtown uh, hotels, you always check in and it's crazy expensive. And then you go into the room and it's the size of a closet. It was, home. it wasn't a big room, but it was very nice. It was one of those kind of boutique type hotels, yeah, yeah. so it was very well appointed. And did uh, you have a bathroom? 
I did have a bathrobe. Was it leopard print or was it a uh, white no, bathrobe like a white or was one. it like black? Just like a white one. You know, okay. I heard some hotels do now. They have a service where they drop off uh, running shoes and uh, running shoes. I don't uh, want shared running actually, shoes. Actually, I, I really don't like the way ho- hotels all over the world will gouge you on this. So there was a bottle. I, re- I was thirsty. I wanted a glass of water. Yeah. And there's a bottle of water on the thing there. And sometimes it's complimentary. Yeah. But I like that. They, but it's I looked at it. Little, ca- a little, had a little card on there. It was a bottle of smart water, like a 750 milliliter bottle. And it said $6. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck you. Yeah. Somewhere somebody made a decision to say, you know, what can we charge you? What do you think? Five bucks? And someone's like, nah, fuck it. Make it six. Yeah. So fuck you back. I'm not drinking your water. I just drank water out of the tap. The six. Well, you would have gone for the five. No, I would have been offended. It's, just, it's the fact that they clearly like just wanted that extra dollar. Oh, yeah. So screw you. You really stuck it to him, Gary. I did. I stuck didn't it to drink the, the water. Um, I'm so hungry. Um, we we have posted the last of our Maker Fair videos. We still have a bunch of New York video to run, a couple of New York videos to run, I guess. Um, but you, if you haven't watched it yet, you should watch the Power Racers Power, Power Racing, Racing series video. It is uh, it's my favorite thing that we saw in New York. I think aside from the space shuttle, which is a piece of history. Power Racing series is do you, Gary. Do you remember those little electrical cars, the plastic ones that Fisher Price makes that have Power uh, Wheels? Yeah, well, the, they didn't have Power Wheels when we were kids. They were called Power I don't, Wheels. They were I don't not really called Power Wheels when we were kids. Honest. Well, maybe you guys were kids. Right. So they're were, they were basically little plastic cars with electric motors and kind of shitty little six-volt batteries that go about three miles an hour, and toddlers drive them. Small children drive them. It's age 7 to 12. Okay, You're whatever. Not, toddlers are not supposed to drive motorized uh, anything. Put a small kid in there. It's fine. The Power Wheels, Power Racing Series takes those shells and attaches them to like welded frames and giant electric motors and huge batteries and drive those things at like 30 miles an hour. Right. It's awesome. That sounds good. You should go watch the video. Okay. Anything All else? Right. I think that'll do it for us. You've, uh, yeah, you've, I've got, a, I've got hit, a little time. I've got a time. Uh, thank you guys. Issue. Please, we won't be back next Thursday, but come Friday for Friday, Octobercast. Friday, Octobercast. The next time you see us, it's going to be the mad 24-hour well, session. You'll see Norm and I probably before that. No, I mean, I'm talking to the viewers. Next time they well, see, see us before then too. All, all together. Next time they see all together. Yeah. See you guys next week.